cafe. Right, let's go. Stewie I'm Duke. I'm waiting well, to find you? out. Does he not uh, fucking listen or what? He'll be fine. He'll tell you as we go along. I'll let you know. Oh, no. That's the problem. I asked him earlier oh, if he sent something on Twitter about the fact that we're starting soon. And he went, yeah, he's not around. I don't know where he is. I misunderstood what you meant. That's all. That's not not listening. I just misunderstood it. Well, you also didn't bother to ask. I'm sorry. What, what do you mean? Because most most of the time, Duke, when you're shouting, it's just like white noise in my ear. Well, maybe I should just go... <laughs> That sounds similar. I should get the Duchess with her drill to come in here. Maybe you should. Or maybe that's a belt sander. Yeah. It's cool. It sounds like you've got like a, a beehive or something in the Close same the room. Floor, but then I'll have less uh, air going yeah. through here and it's kind of stuffy. Well, look at you. Look at you. That's nice and warm where you are. Actually, it's not too bad here, to be honest. Oh, it's boiling hot, man. It's been so warm. Okay. Right. We're just going to have to get going, and and I'm sure someone will tell us if they can't hear you. Fine, whatever. All right, whatever. Here we go. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. So it's Chinny's birthday. Yay, Chinny's birthday! It's your birthday. Happy birthday, Chinny. It's your birthday. Happy birthday, Chinny. I wish you love and goodwill. I wish you praise and joy. I wish you better than your heart desires. And your first kiss from a boy. Martin. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. Chili. I'm not going to get interrupted by stupid sentence. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. Chili. Welcome, yo, to the I just want to say, fuck this game, I'm done. Welcome to the show 295 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 295, and we're coming at you live on Twitch. I'm Duke. I'm Stu. And I'm 30 years old. Uh... It is true, Chinny is 30 years old. Oh, yeah, a special birthday smooch from someone. You did? You did? How, how was it, Ginny? Well, how was it was it? all going swimmingly fine until somebody <laughs> showed up. <laughs> uh, well, you're the one who made it public. So. Yeah. Uh, Stu decided to um, turn up and surprise me, saying that he had to go to his own daughter's ballet show, and uh, he lied, and he turned up. It was a ruse. <laughs> it was a ruse all along. Did you know about this, Stu? <laughs> I had no idea. Uh, I told so, yeah. him no. Sorry. He did a very no, so, good job of being covert. So, yeah, uh, he came, and, he, and his lovely wife and, and daughter came, and uh, it was a very good bash, wasn't it, This was yesterday, it was, Saturday. It was very good. Saturday was very the good. 5th it, of September, yes. 
It has to be um, said that the tiddly, tiddly, tiddly soundbite is probably right. Oh, yeah? Tiddly, tiddly. Tiddly, tiddly. That one? Why? Yeah, because I, I've got to say, I was a little bit tiddly. It, yes. It's fair to say. Yeah. Tar, tar my jelly shots, and uh, I yeah. think that separated the men from the boys, to be honest. It, uh, it, it, and it made a lot of people drunk very quickly towards the end of the night. Because I, I thought it started at three... And uh, by, by the way, my birthday was on the 3rd of September, for people that don't know. Uh, it started at 3, and um, I thought, oh, some people might go about 7, 8, you know, 7 and 8 might be like the petering out time. Um, but that was maximum peter, man. That was that was when it was going. And uh, people, it would lasted till about 10, half 10. So, and, yep, and a lot easily. of people were drunk. So that was good. It was good. It was, it was very oh, good, yes. It was. In fact, right, and I have a little confession here. Um, I was so particularly drunk that I I don't really remember getting back to the hotel room or anything. Yeah. I kind of of remember sort of saying goodbye and staggering around your living room a bit. And then the sort of next thing I remember after that is waking up this morning. morning Take it home with you. Uh, okay, and I think it was the the vodka shots just kicked in, man. God lord, I was I was pretty yeah. like drunk. Towards but, the end of the night, we got oh. the Xbox One out and we played Gears yes. of War. Well, the, the we Stu and, yeah. and the Void Lads and I, stuff played Gears of War. Not. And I have to um, say, I woke up with a bit, look, there was there was these cupcakes um, that oh, Tara made, the red ones, and there was yeah, red, the red yeah. ones, and there was red icing all over my white controller. There would have been. Um, well, Kay's teeth were still red this morning when yeah, she but got who up. Who did it, Stu? Who put? Uh, that wasn't me. I didn't have one. I didn't have one of those, so it, could, it wasn't me. Who did it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know who did that, but it definitely wasn't me because I didn't have a red iced cupcake. Although Kay did point out that there was red icing all over, like the patio area and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's all been the operation yeah. cleanup today. I'll bet it has. I'll bet yeah. it has. Uh, but yeah, Kay said basically, I, I sort of managed to get to the hotel room some way or another mm. got in bed and then promptly fell asleep so she she was like you just kind of said i look around and you were just like asleep you know mm. trying to take my underpants off over my head and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff um well, to, yeah, to, I got, I, the other I people that got a very drunk was tara's mother who you had the pleasure of meeting we had a lot of fun it has to be said there was a bit of banter going on between myself and tara's mother yeah tara's mother angela uh, for people that don't know, he's not afraid to be shouting at people and uh, calling people out and, you know, making an example of them. And of course, Stu, with his big mouth, uh, yeah. they they uh, they had a lot of uh, arguments, but it was all it was all good fun. Oh, yeah, it was all in good fun. Oh, yeah, we had some. And I made the because I ended up, by, by the way, people don't know this, but I the, the apron wasn't a prop in the in the selfie. Um I, I I did did do a, a lot of the cooking. It's yes, fair to say. it's true because the, for some reason we hadn't allocated a cook duke for the barbecue, um, which is one of the crucial things. And uh, seeing as Stu was there and he's a professional chef, he just slowly crept over to the barbecue. Uh-huh. All right, and his wife Kay said he'll take over that in a sec. And I was like, thank fuck, because somebody needs to. Uh, <laughs> and he did. Sure uh, enough, he he, uh, he took care of it all. And we fed everybody, and that's always good. And and I made uh, Angela. Is it Angela? Angela. Yeah. Yeah. I made a, a homemade Big Mac. That's right. Uh, and it was <laughs> because she was moaning at me that I hadn't made her a burger. 
so I, I made her a, a very large burger, and it yep. was huge. It was yep. huge. Yeah, so, was good. There you go. There you go. But yeah, all was good. We had lots of fun, and Ginny got drunk. Not really, because he doesn't drink. But everyone else did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody got drunk in my honour. Yeah, and Ginny yeah. watched the carnage from his uh, non-drunk state in the corner. Yeah, and but there's quite a lot of other people that... Uh, that it was, was all married, though. There was no, there was no argy-bargy. Everyone just got a bit drunk and tipsy and all had a good laugh, didn't yeah. they, really? And, it was good. Uh, good. Yeah. 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 Bouncy Castle. Sexy. Fabulous. We did some bouncing on the Bouncy Castle. That was fun. Uh, yeah. There was a, I, there was a moment of pile on Chinny for yeah. his birthday. Everybody piled on then, me. Yeah, and then somehow he he kind of wriggled out somewhere because everyone was piled on, and then he was outside it. the bouncy I castle. It. I don't yeah. even know how he did that. It was like magic. He just kind like of disappeared. Stealth, it was. Yeah. It was. It's like where's he got? Oh, he's out there. Well, how did that happen? Uh, so yes, we. So there was lots of coming fun. shoot. It was very good. That's that okay. Came. How come Duke That's didn't okay. come now? That's what I, I don't mean. know. He's just he's a loser. You know what I mean? Could have made the effort. It's not that far, is he? Is Duke there? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Actually, Duke I because mean, Diane was running the belt sander. Sorry, I'm. I, I hope I'm, he's there because he's hosting the call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's it's not that annoying the, the belt sander, mate. It's not too bad. No, it's fine. It's fine. You can only barely hear it. You know, they'll be fine. What? Be fine. What's, she, what's she sanding, what? by the way? What's she Sand actually doing? the front uh, porch because she's about to paint it. She's gone hardcore into redecorating. We painted our house, and then she painted the back porch, and then now she's painting the front porch. Yeah, can I just clarify? When you say we painted the house, you mean the man you paid painted well, exactly. the house? We had there the house go. painted. Yeah, I had that. That's better, Grandma. Yes. There you go. Right. Because we know you didn't actually do it, because you felt yeah, guilty. It's to do with specificity and clarity, but yes, you're right. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Um, right, that all being said, video games and stuff, shouldn't we? Right. Uh, so, Duke, uh, seeing as I've not seen you for a bit, because I saw Chini just like yesterday yeah, and spoke right. to him this morning, we'll, we'll let you go first. Oh, yeah. I uh, know. Uh, so, I'm going to talk about... So, okay, first of all, Minecraft, because the... PVE rev is new and it's exciting. And the problem is, of course, the my the the Reddit server has a lot of people on it, but that's not what's causing lag. Apparently, something on the server end is causing lag. So you have to break the same block like three times every like five minutes, and it's just so annoying because you know it's just like nah. But whatever. I finished making my house and it's beautiful. I should give Chinny a screenshot of that, but. Uh, I haven't taken one, so... I'll so can I, can I just ask, for, yes. for people who don't know, what's PVE Rev then? PVE Rev is... Uh, so Reddit has an official Reddit server, and they have a bunch of different um, sub-servers, basically. They have a PVP Rev, which is uh, player versus player. They have a creative mode, and then they have the player versus environment mode, which is PVE. So I've been playing on PVE, and every once in a while, they wipe the server. So there's a new revision or a new revolution. Ah, okay. Yeah. So I'm going to take this screenshot of my new house, and then Chinny can show that, and it'll be awesome. And yeah. Here, where is it? Screenshots. Here we go. Yeah. I need to save this, make a copy, and put it on my desktop. Save. And then I can open this. Sorry, hang on, people. It's going to take a second. Anyway, so I've been making my house, and that's cool. And, 
Yeah. Uh, we, I live in this town called Haven, so that's cool. Shout out to my Haven crew, even though they're probably not listening. But, uh, yeah, you know, Minecraft's good. You know, I've been playing a bunch of Rust lately, and, like, it's nice to play a building game where you're not in fear of being murdered and having all your stuff taken every five seconds. So, constant fear of dread yeah, and death. Exactly. So, Chinny, I'm going to put the uh, yeah. image in the uh, chat here, although I suppose people can... Um, yeah, not the Twitch... Or I put it in the Twitch chat, not in the... Uh, okay. Yeah, so you can find it, and you can put it up on the stream. That's my new house, and it's awesome. Anyway, uh, I played some more Transplan, and that, can, that game continues to be good. I had gone... Apparently, okay, so there's two paths you can follow in Transplan where you finish one set of levels. You can either go... So I finished the first basic set of levels, and then I went to... I could have gone to uh, basic levels of a different type, where, you know, as opposed to the one level where you have to create a little ramp for your thing to slide down, in the other levels, you have to create a little sling sort of back and forth or whatever. Well, I didn't realize you could go to the next basic set, so I just kept going more and more advanced, and it got more and more frustrating, and I was like, ah, this is complicated. You know you can just click the image there, Chinny, and it'll go full screen, but whatever. Anyway, um, yeah, so Transplan continues to be good, and I've been doing more and more levels, and that's fun. So, yeah, there's not much to say about it other than it's getting more complicated, but there are levels that are more basic, so I went back and did some more of those. Whatever, no one cares. Play a little... Well, no, but that, I mean, those <laughs> sorts of games kind of are like that, aren't they? They do get more, obviously, complex as you go yeah, along. Yeah, obviously. I, I, I like the fact that they gave you the option to learn the basics more and more, and I just didn't realize there was an option to learn more of the basic moves before going on the more advanced stuff. Do you, do you still feel motivated to play it, or are you just like, oh... No, I am, because it's the type of thing where, yeah, like I play one or two levels at a time and then go play something else, so I have it in a positive frame of mind every time I go back to it. So it's still good. Um, cool. Someone on, on Steam had said, hey, Duke, do you play Counter-Strike? And I can't remember who it was, but sorry for that. Anyway, uh, I said, yeah, I do play Counter-Strike, and uh, like I said, I was bummed that the... Um, Black Ops 3 is going to come out like a week before Fallout, so there's really no point in my buying that because, you know, I don't know. I mean, I might still buy it at some point, but it also, you know, the Star Wars game's coming out very soon afterwards anyway, so it's not very likely I'm going to play it a lot of the Black Ops 3, so I was just kind of like, I want to play a first-person shooter. I love, I love the way from last week's show you went from, I'm definitely going to buy Blobs, <laughs> and then Battlefront was like, oh yeah, I'm not going to buy Blobs. Forget it. Screw you, Call of Duty. But I'll probably get it at some point. Um, so anyway, yeah. So I played a little Counter-Strike Global Offensive, which is really a good game. And it's, you know, they keep adding new maps. And the map, you know, instead of doing... It, Valve treats its customers right, yeah? Instead of just putting out a new game every year, Valve does the proper thing, which is to put in, you know, five new... Or ten new maps, and then you pay five bucks and you get access to the new maps. And that's it, right? That's the smart way to yeah. do it. So anyway... Counter-Strike's good. And then I played two games that were either free or very cheap. And they both have this mode. They, they both start off with this premise that has a, you know, a lot of games have this, which is you've woken up in a dark room with no memory. <laughs> you must click around on things to find out who you are. And that this premise needs to go away. Like, there are so many games that do this. We, we talked about when Rich, the Big Bad Daddy, was here. We talked about the static speaks my name or speaks to me or whatever it is. And this is basically kind of Ethan Carter-ish. 
and it certainly is Proteus, and Gone Home is kind of like this. It's just it seems like all these games are like, you you have no idea who you are, and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, start us off with an identity, please. And I guess Ethan Carter does have an identity. In Gone Home, you are a, a character, but I don't know. It just feels like there's a bunch of these games. I guess it's mostly the cheap games or the free games. Anyway... I'm sick of that premise. So it's, please, not, it's, but it's, an, it's an easy premise, isn't it? To start off with, because... it feels like a cop out. It's like give, just tell me your name is Michael Johnson, and you know you're 25 years old or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, the first one I played is called Port of Call, and uh, I mean this game's okay. It's hang on a second. This belt sander is driving me insane, so I'm gonna close the door so I don't have to try to speak over it because I don't know if you can hear it, but it's we can hear it. It's not. Every now and again, he gets louder, <laughs> so we get like a door, so it's yeah. easier for me to keep my sanity. Anyway, port oh. of call. Okay, so this is there's a boat, and it's a mysterious <laughs> boat, and there's a guy on the boat with a raincoat, and he's mysterious, and there's all these people, and they're so mysterious, and you have to solve the mystery, and it's just, I mean, it's 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 barely worth playing, and it's worth every penny you will spend on it because this one is. It looks really jank. It is the graphics. Yeah. Great. You do not play this for the graphics, definitely. It it mm. looks like a modern day version of Captain Pugwash. I have no idea what uh, it is. Yeah, well Ginny, put up a put up a video of Captain Pugwash <laughs> if you can uh, find it. It well, it looks like a Telltale <laughs> game that was made by the interns. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's I mean, it, except that Telltale games have good stories, and this again, yeah. story on this is barely good enough to merit anything. So. You know, mm. like I said, it's worth every penny, which is zero. So if you want a, you know, and it's only like half an hour. So eh, I can't tell you to run out and get it, but it's bare. Yeah. There's worse free games out there, I guess. Oh my God. What's wrong with that girl's face? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's <laughs> oh the thing. My God. That's, that's part of the mystery. There's all this stuff going on. And you don't really know why. Yeah, but People are wearing why does it. Hats. She looks like she's been smashed with an iron. Well, maybe she has. <laughs> Dude, did I just... Yeah, that, that doesn't look healthy, I've got to say. It looks a bit weak. Things are not what you expect in this boat. <laughs> anyway, Port of Call is ten times better than uh, Serena. Oh, my God. Serena is so garbage. And the worst thing about <laughs> Serena is the same basic game. Uh, here's my quick capsule review of Serena. Piece of sh- the worst thing about Serena is the writing. The second worst thing about Serena is the voice acting. I'm going to play you some of the thing. Oh, i got to wait this for this ad to go away first. Because I have to play you some of the audio so you understand just how bad it is. It's one of these games where the tone shifts over the course of the game, which is good. Because when you finally get into what's going on, it's, it's okay. But it, it's not worth playing because you have to sit through so much of this stuff at the beginning. So at one point, okay, here we go. The guy finds this letter from his wife, Serena. Here we go. Here's the audio. And he's opening up like drawers and stuff. And sometimes when you open a drawer, he'll be like, oh, I wonder what's in here. Or, you know, oh, I'm too tired to go to sleep right now. Or I'm too angry to pay attention to anything. Whatever. Okay, so he's getting this letter out. And the sound effects are good. And the art design is fine. It looks well. It looks good. It plays well. He's opening up a drawer. And there's a watch. And it, whatever. And the, the, the clock is ticking. And it's supposed to drive you crazy. And it does. All right, here's the letter. Dearest, how do I say any of this? I like your way with words, but if I don't write this, I don't know what I'll do. My life feels so unreal now, dreamlike, but wonderfully so. 
Let me try, even if clumsily. I mean, goddamn, what the fuck is that, right? <laughs> no, but right, what you've got to understand is that these little indie developers that make these games, they haven't got the money to invest in good voice yeah, actors I mean, or good writers. Time to invest in, no, try it again. You, you sound like you're a 12 year old. The hours I spent with you when we last met are precious to me. I was so lost such a short time ago. Everything seemed drained of color and feeling. Oh, God. And then later on, he looks at the picture of his wife and he says this. The guy who snapped this, our host that night, used an actual film camera. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Jeez, dude. You, the that is the best of unlocking. It's on that, it's on that level. An actual film camera. That is the best dialogue ever. Uh, can, I, can I just say, someone... someone so this one is quite important. This one is quite important. The guy who snapped this? And he keeps saying the same thing over and over again when you click it. Our host that night? used an actual film camera. Uh, Someone in the comments on YouTube has put, I kept expecting him to yell, Jason! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or a humming habit got on my nerves. She actually <laughs> threw this at me once. She could have killed me. That's how the bedroom window got that crack. That sounds like he's mad, doesn't it? It's like, God, it sounds like he's going for a walk. Like, she threw this is, at me. This is... This dialogue is sort of what it would sound like if I gave my dad the script to read. Exactly. Oh, bless. These pathetic souvenirs from our relationship, they're all lies. (laughs) It's just so bad. And the crazy thing is, there are a few moments when it actually transcends its badness, so that, like, at one point you look at some poem on the wall, and it's like, it's it's a decent poem, and, like, he mentions the poet, and I don't know, like, it had some potential. Like, the person knows a few things about the world, and they're trying to work them into the game, but it just doesn't work. And I don't know. Again, the the visuals look great. Gameplay is fine. The story is decent, but it's just the writing is so bad. And the voice acting is so bad. I by you know after like five minutes in, I was just like, no, shut up! I hate you! Ah, death to everything! So do not play Serena. Uh, you know, good on them for trying, I guess. But I was amazed at all the positive reviews this had because it doesn't deserve any of them. Yeah, but like, I mean, like I said at Stop the start, sticking of this, up for it. A, you haven't played it. B, it doesn't deserve anyone sticking up. No, but the the little developers probably who had no money and just did the so best that they could with what they had available. Their product sucks. No, it doesn't necessarily matter that it doesn't that it sucks or doesn't suck. It's just you know what I mean. They they made the best of what they had at the well, time. This they, is their you best, know, and they should not make any more games. I'm sorry. Not. Not every developer has some big studio behind them just giving them an endless amount of money to put into making a game. What I'm saying is, look, this is why people don't trust indie games. It's because some of them suck. And and it's not just that, well, I made this thing and I think it's good and put it out there. Like Somebody should have been honest with these people and been like, look, I'm sorry. Your voice acting is not good. The writing is not good. And for a game that depends so much on voice acting and writing... I'm sorry, you don't have a lot left over after it. You have the visuals, which again are good, but uh. yeah, I, I get, I get what you're saying, but I guess I'll always try and defend the little guys. You know what I mean? Who are trying the best to to do something. Well, I think they need to step their game up and get some better voice acting. Step yeah, it well, up, man. Good voice step acting, it up. Does, you know, they don't cost a arm and a leg, you know. Well, and and just I don't know, like try someone else. Like if one person doesn't work, I just get the feeling that it was like, oh, my girlfriend wants to do the voice acting. I can't say no, and it's terrible, but whatever. And I don't know who the guy is, but they're not good. So no, I mean, I mean, having having listened to it, it definitely wasn't. No, good. it's not. It wasn't good. 
Hey, that's uh, my stuff. On the other hand, I've also been playing an indie Ooh. game uh, that is in early access currently Ooh. on on Steam. Okay. And I and I think that the voice acting in this game and the writing is particularly good. It's particularly good. Uh, and that game is Layers of Fear. Layers of Fear. Um, well, that Layers is an awful fear. name, by the way. It, it is an awful name. I don't disagree with you. It's not, it's not the best of names. Yeah. I, well, made it, a, I made a cake of... plug that one. <laughs> Did you? Well, <laughs> what was in it? What um, was it? It was like bees on the first layer and then cockroaches on the second layer and Marmite, snakes twiglets. on the third. Marmites and twiglets. Yeah. So yeah, layers, layers of fear. Or if you, if you, uh, Mary Berry in the UK, you got layers of fear. Video and it's just pitch black at the moment. Yeah, don't worry, that does change. That changes. Good, good. Um, Changes too. I'm glad that changes. But basically, it it is in. It's kind of like if you crossed Gone Home with Amnesia. Uh That's that's kind of the vibe Mm. here. So so you're in a weird house. Uh, and it all starts off fairly straightforward. You're just sort of exploring a bit. Again, it's it's kind of a a walking simulator, I guess you'd call it. You know, it's that sort of vibe of a game. It looks pretty good. It's in Unity, uh, and it is in early access, which is weird for a single-player game. Uh, you don't often get these in early access. They, you know, it's usually on for multiplayer stuff. And the reason being, he's not quite finished the story, so it's not fully See, I finished. I would hate playing a story-based single-player game that has no... It's not done with the story yet, because then I would get to the point and be like, ah, I want more story. Yeah, I get, well, a lot of people are saying that, so that's a good sign as well. By the way, that let me play some of this audio, and I'll tell you if I agree that the voice acting is good. Ed. Deeper and deeper, and my hands cut so many times on broken bottles. It's better than Serena, but it's not great. It's not made, but it, sweat. I don't know, it feels a little overdone. It, it is and it isn't, but then it's in keeping with the character of the game. Yeah, well, what because... is he a bad actor? The character? <laughs> no, he's, he's a bit, he's a bit loopy. It's, it's, it's basically. Look, it's, it's not that he's, it's not that it's bad. It's the much that is like overdone. It's like, oh, I'm, I cut my hands on broken bottles. Like, why does every? Oh no! Have the... I've cut my hands. Or just like if somebody has cut their hands a lot on broken bottles, they probably wouldn't be tormented about it anymore. They'd be like, I keep cutting my hands on these broken bottles. Like that would just be it. Like let it be let it be what it is. Let it rest on its own laurels instead of I, I keep cutting my hands on like, Oh no. I, I think he's speaking metaphorically for a start off anyway. Uh, and he's, he's kind of my hands on these bottles. Yeah. It's it's a he's a bit of a mad artist. So he's a bit of a I'm a mad artist. A, Look how mad I'm being. A loopy artist. Oh, uh, I'm putting and, milk straight down the drain. It's going to damage all my drains. Fuck it. The, sorry, go on. What was that? Have you played another soundbite there? while he's not. Go on, play that one. Let's talking? listen. I know you're going through some hard times right now. Cause I that's think- the person playing it, right? Yeah, that's a person playing it. Yeah, that's nothing to do with the game. <laughs> uh, but basically, like, anyway, let me get into the premise of okay, this game. The, so it's let kind me guess. Of, You're in a house and there's stuff going on. There's dead people at the end. No, no, I haven't come across any dead people at all yet, as such. Um, but what that, what he does is it's, it's very clever because obviously you're limited, aren't you? If you're just in a house with you know a finite amount of rooms, there's only so much you can explore. 
so what this game has done is taken on more of a psychedelic edge. So as you play the game, you're walking to one room through one door, turn around, and that door's disappeared, and another door's appeared on the other side of the room. Things instead. aren't what they seem. So yeah, so it's kind of like this TARDIS house that just seems to go on forever, and you know wherever you explore, you something's gonna sort of happen to change the layout of the house all the time and it's kind of clever how it it presents a story to you is in like there's like a hub area if you will there's one particular room there's one there's one particular room that always stays the same apart from as you uncover more of the story stuff stuff gets added to that does he walk in and goes huh this must be the hub area yes he does he does absolutely that uh, yeah, but you, you, there's stuff like key points of the game appear in that room, and then you start off the next exploration from that room again. When, he, when one of the key so points always... plays, does he go, huh, that must have been a key point in the plot? He does. He absolutely okay. does that. Right, I'll uh, but yeah, it's it's very, very good. I'm very impressed. It's very creepy. Um, Looks it, nice. It's kind of scary. It, it's a very nice-looking game on Unity. The only thing I would say is it's 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 not optimised yet, and you can tell that because... Uh, I had to. I, I'm not saying that my rig's mega powerful, but it's, it's not, not the an most. Old rig. No, and it's it's pretty modern. But on on high settings on 1080p, it was chugging a little bit when I was turning around to look at stuff. So I took I put it yeah I put it down to medium, and then it was kind of fine. And once again, that's why some people hate PC gaming because you don't have a computer, but an indie game on high settings won't run very well. No, it ran fine. It was just that it was just. just Jenny, didn't he just say it chugged yeah. long and he did a little bit? I said he chugged a little bit when I turned around. Here. So it was, it wasn't horrible, but it was noticeable. So it was noticeable enough that I didn't want to do that. Everybody you know, knows console yeah. games run smooth as butter. Recently bought, yeah, sure. Should not be struggling with an indie game. No, I agree, but then it is quite graphically intensive it's, it's a nice like, why aren't yet. you angry this is like people who get crapped on by conservative governments and like i hate yeah, big government i help me but your argument's a bit crap because that's like saying the vanishing of ethan carter because it's an indie game should run on everybody's rig but it's not gonna because that game looks rig. absolutely I'm amazing on everybody's rig. i'm saying it should run on high settings because you have a decent yeah, computer you... that you paid good money for, like decent yeah. money for and you upgraded the graphics card recently I get you, but what your your argument is, because it's an indie game, it should just run on my well, rig, but that's not necessarily well, the case, because Ethan Carter wouldn't run on high settings on a lot of yeah, rigs, and that's an indie game. It should. No, but it shouldn't, though, because it's graphically intensive. Yeah, it, shouldn't. it shouldn't. Ethan Carter is a really hard game to run on high settings on any computer, because yeah. of the, the, the fidelity the of the video. The especially, Stu. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You tell them, Stu. Yeah, exactly. But People anyway, bought new computers. But that being said, that be look, you can buy a new computer. It doesn't necessarily have to have the stuff in it that you need to play games. If you buy uh, a gaming computer, it should last a while. Yeah, it should. I don't disagree. But anyway, I only had to turn it down to medium, and it still looked okay. fine. That all being said, this game is pretty cool. I really do like hey. it. It's, it's it's interesting. It's scary. I'm intrigued as to what the hell's going How on. Long is I it? Did, how what, sorry? Long. Uh, right, a full playthrough mm-hmm. that I've seen online mm-hmm. was about an hour and a half, two hours of what and they've got so far. So it's not, 
Sorry, how, how many zombies did you kill in that? <laughs> there are no zombies. But I would imagine... No the, zombies! The I would imagine the playthroughs on YouTube are people who know what they're doing, so they're not necessarily... It probably would take a normal well, person well, a bit longer. necessarily. A lot of people do, like, sort of first plays, like, on YouTube, where they're just... Yeah, I get, I get you. I get you. Uh, I did have one, one major issue. I did have a problem with it, uh, like a bug where I was in a room and I couldn't figure out how to get out of the room. And I was like, it's a bit weird. Nothing's happening. I've, I've sort of messed with everything that's in here and I still can't get out of the room. Went on YouTube and you're meant to just kind of walk towards the door and then it sort of fades out and then fades back into the hub room area. Mm-hmm. Well, that didn't happen. It just didn't happen. So it wasn't doing it. So I exited out of the game, like click continue, went back in and it spawned me in the hub room. So it just bypassed that like bit yeah, of the game. Hmm, so. I'm back in the hub room. But then it's early access. Seems so you kind of running back in the room that I should yeah. be in. Yeah, you know, uh, Jason Golliher played. He said in the Twitch chat. Jason just said in the Twitch chat, who cares about this game? Here was the barbecue. We talked about the barbecue. Yeah, the what? Show, yeah Jason. I'm your loser. I've, oh my God. Jason. I felt late. Actually, um, Jason, you know what? Here, I'll do a quick recap for the benefit of people who didn't have a chance to get here on time. Fuck yourself. There you go. Yeah, hey, that's yeah. A, and I did get a chance to kiss the cook. She was the cook. He did, and he made burgers. Did he see and, on and Facebook? What the hell is wrong with this guy? I don't know. I mean, really, how really? dare you? How uh, dare yeah. you? So the the last thing, the final thing I'll say on this game is is it is excellent. A lot of people are comparing it to what would have happened had PT been made into a game. Ooh. So there's a lot of those comparisons, and I can oh, understand right. why because there's a lot of, there's a lot of that looping stuff going on. You know where you loop in the well, this game. Looper the game? No. Looper. Is Bruce Willis is in this? Oh, sweet. And, and Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah, absolutely. What but anyway, dream, as you get dreamboat. Yeah. It it does. It does get darker, and it does get a bit more like, oh man, that's a bit screwed up. So, yeah. And I didn't know you could see yourself in the mirror. Most of the mirrors I've found have been broken. You see yourself, so you but he sort of looks like he's got shoved up his arse. He's usually wiggling all over the place. But I think you're playing as the mad That's artist. because he's a little crazy. Yeah. But it's good. I mean, look, things up in my for an, indie game, <laughs> for an indie game in early access, they've done a really... Why is the really bell who tolls guy? I don't know. Yeah. I think Jason's got a hers like, gone. I think they've ended up. Yeah, Sorry, uh, so yeah definitely great. recommend it give it a whirl it's definitely worth unfortunately i missed out because they had it on sale at sort of when they first oh, put it out shoot. at five quid shit man so it was i had to pay 7.99 so it's slack damn time. you have to pay the developer more money fuck i know oh. i know anyway fuck it's been a bit of, it's been a bit of a horror week because i i caved in and i bought until dawn <gasps> uh, i know i know because i thought you know what Stupid game where the story is ridiculous and there's really pretty graphics. That doesn't sound like your thing, Stu. I know. I what know. Is it? Uh, but you know what? I thought, until I'll, Dawn, can I, I explain not... Until Dawn to do, please? Please explain it. Okay. Right, explain until it. Dawn is like all those crappy like 80s, 90s horror movies where they get stuck in the woods for no reason and trip over things for no reason. Yeah. And it's a cast of crew, about eight people, and they're all ridiculous stereotypes, per- like purposely built tropes that fit all the categories like complete douche yeah there isn't a fat one and, there's and no fat bimbo one. and swat face and the one that likes hitler memorabilia right all the classics all right and then they the, the big premise of the game is that 
they can all survive, but they can all die. So you have to choose whether they live or die. Oh, that's a right. terrible choice it's, to make. I actually wish it was that clear cut. Oh, all right, okay. Because it really isn't. Um, You're simplifying, yeah, Chinny. Yeah, you definitely are. No, I'm. I'm right. Let's let's uh, cut to the chase here. I am shit at this game. Yeah. Because uh, two of the people are already dead. Right. So I've, already managed, yeah. I've already managed to kill two of them. And I have no idea what I would have had to do to prevent that from happening. Yeah, apparently it's quite hard to, to save them all. But some of them are so I would, gross yeah. and disgusting that you wouldn't really want to save them anyway. Yeah, some of them are annoying. And it's it's actually a, a, a lot, lot better than I was anticipating, I've got to say. It's it's way, way better than I thought it would be. Um and one of the things I've been surprised with most... The butterfly effect. Oh. Well, apart from, that, yeah, apart from the coolness of the sort of the <laughs> butterfly effect stuff, and what I've also if been really impressed with... you ever ghost the past, Homer, don't never touch anything. What I've, what I've also been impressed with is actually the dialogue and the acting is really, really good. Uh-huh. What, I'm not, what I'm not so happy with is the lip-syncing of the animations. It is not good. And the mouths just look weird. Blah, blah, blah. You, gotta be, you gotta be considerate because sometimes they don't. They're doing the best they can, yeah. and you gotta be. These, these guys know, a break. They haven't really. All they've done is break. move games before this. These were indie developers. What, what are you getting on their back for, Stu? I think yeah, but the little guy. So you know, these guys have got Sony behind them and a lot of money. Yeah, they do. So, so you know, um, the, the, you know, the was this, like big actors, isn't there? There's somebody from. Mr. Oh yeah, yeah. In this, Somebody, I think there's somebody from. Um, Game of Thrones or something like that. I don't know. There's, 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 these actors have done... Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. No, not Game of Thrones. The, the ones with like Asian Shields. You know, the sort of Marvel TV series thing. Um, yeah. There's yeah. A there's, and you can tell. Yeah. You can tell. They, they are act. very, they very good. Act. These people can act. And some of, the, some of the dialogue is cheesy, but kind of funny. You know what I mean? There's some really funny... Like, for instance, one of the female characters says, like, they're in, like, some creepy place and says, this place is giving me the willies. I'm not the right kind. <laughs> you know, so. She likes the dick. Is that that's exactly that's what she's getting? Exactly. She's, she's a big hoe. She saying? loves pigs. Yeah. Is that? No, so there's a lot of there's a lot of. She's a dirty a, slut, and she wants some. She is. Right. She, is. she wants some dick. Classy, um, classy game. This is the Citizen Kane level here. I I can't wait to play this. There's a, there's a lot of sort of. Yeah. Uh, oh, let's never. Tongue tongue-in-cheek dialogue so that's kind of good so i do like that and it's it is well written and it's it's as you would imagine these sorts of people would they talk so that kind of like they are showing too much teeth if you know what i mean yes they're... that's what i mean that's what i mean it's just the mouths are weird yeah. the, the, the old, mouths there was just there's a girl hiding under a bed uh not the good kind of way <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah um right jokes so the, yeah. yeah there was a girl and her teeth were a bit weird and her lips were a bit weird. Um, yeah. A bit it just looks a bit weird. It is true. It is true. But that all being said, it's I'm actually really enjoying this game. It's well, very clever. Oh, my God. That's it's very clever. It's not, it's not particularly a game, though, if I'm being really honest. It, it, it Basically, the gameplay consists of... Very in a, in a telltale way, I guess, consists of you making decisions on what someone says or doesn't say to someone whether you you sort of more decide whether they're going to be nasty or funny or you know that sort of stuff so you get two choices every time and then you decide how you're going to sort of go 
Um, and you can also decide which characters you go with and which you don't go along with and all that sort of stuff. So there's all that kind of things. And then the, the action stuff mainly comprises of running fast and quick time event prompts is how it works. Uh, but they kind of split that up into interesting decisions. So if you're being chased or you're running after someone else, uh-huh. you can either take safe route or risk a shortcut. Now, What's the benefit of going to the... So short- the shortcut might necessarily help you save the person you're trying to save, for instance. See. But by doing that, it's more perilous, and the quick time event time you have to press the button is decreased. So it kind of gives you less time to press the right button prompt. So it puts a bit a, a, another layer of, of pressure on you to get it right. And if you get it wrong, the character you're sort of playing as is more likely to get killed or whatever or injured. Okay. Yeah. So it, so it's, it's cool. So it's cool. And, in in Heavy Rain, take... I, I hate to mention, mention Heavy Rain. It is, it is similar. It is but very similar. In Heavy Rain, um, there, there was like, say if you failed a certain quick time event... There were chances for you to sort of get it back and redeem yourself, and you know. Yes. Yeah. Is is that sort of prevalent here, or is it sort of like, oh, you fouled twice, probably, that's it, you're done? Probably not, because and I'll I'll tell you why. Although I didn't, I managed to do it without failing, if you will. But there was a bit where I was climbing up like a big scaffoldy type wooden scaffold, mm-hmm. which was very very high, and I slipped off at the beginning, and he fell back down to the platform, and I got another go. But I would imagine if I was like, say, two thirds of the way up and did that, he would probably fall to his death or get injured or something. Indeed. So yeah. there's there's a lot of stuff like that, I would imagine. Although luckily I didn't do it, so I haven't had that happen to me yet because I've mainly got away with. They've done the the sort of button prompts in a good way. So for instance, like the squares on the left of the screen, the triangles a little bit further up, you the know, circles to the right. To the right. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of in the layout of your buttons, so it's easier for you to remember which one you need to press when and stuff like that. So it's not it's not difficult to do. Is there a lot of jump so, scares in, in Total? Yes, tons of them. Okay. Loads of them. Not t- So much so, at the beginning, there was probably a few too many. Okay. So I kind of stopped, stopped jumping because I was like, oh, I'm ready for that one. Everybody but, is jumping, jumping. But... It's it's got a bit of sore in there. I mean, one of the deaths of one of the teenagers that has just happened was really, really gruesome. Oh, dear. And it was horrible because I had to choose between two characters, which one lived and which one died. Which one lived? So I, oh. yeah, it was horrible, though. I was like, sat there like, I don't know who to choose. I like her more than I like the other one. So I'll choose the other one because I, I like her. So what's the, what's really the disadvantage like... of going the safe route? So the disadvantage, it takes you longer to get there. So presumably, if you if you take the safe route, the you know whatever happens, you might be too late to save them. So or is this whatever. an accurate way of depicting sort of what's going on in this game? And it grows to a powerful, emotional climax when the father has to choose which one of his children will live and which one will die. I guess it is kind of. <laughs> like that. I mean, from what I can gather, which is which is really interesting premise, from what a lot of people have said is that, you know, people's games will massively differ from one to another. I mean, this would be a great one to do a spoiler cast on, I would have thought. Uh, but they will differ in, in a lot of ways to each other. Um, and apparently the, the butterfly effect stuff is, it takes a long time to build up. So it could be stuff you've decided on like an hour ago that that affects what happens to someone. Oh, my God. Like in The Witch. Yeah. 
So it's not it's not necessarily something you do just there and then. It's stuff that builds up over time. So yeah, that's so kind of interesting. She's using the kind she's of using the phone as a torch, man. It's so modern. So modern. Uh, but it's, look, it's I think he's very very camera? good. It's an actual film camera. One of the great things, and you can see this now with her using it as a torch, is that the, the movement is very natural looking. You know, when she's like poking the torch around and pointing it at stuff, it's, uh, it looks really great. Some parts of it look really beautiful. But those mouths, man, Jesus Christ, I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> it does, it, yeah, it doesn't look great. Uh, but other stuff does. It's, it's very good. I'm not disappointed at all. I'm really enjoying it. And I want so to find out what happened. How much did you pay for this video game? I, I paid thirty seven ninety five. I managed mm. to get it for. Uh, but at the moment, at uh, the smelly shop, they're giving £29 cash. So if I can get it finished sort of by the end of next week, I'll probably still get, like, you know, it will have cost me maybe a tenner to have played it. Okay. So that's not too terrible. Uh, the other great thing about this game as well, you know, like, you know L.A. Noir? Uh, you know L.A. Noir? You know that game? You know if you, you you can pick up, like, multitudes of stuff in the game and examine yeah. it and it doesn't make <laughs> any difference. Just look at it. And he just put the it back down. The guy must have been a in, smoker. Do, do, do. Yeah. In this game, um, nearly any object that you pick up has some connection to the story. So it kind of moves the storyline along a bit, which is kind of interesting in itself. And then they have these totems. And yeah. if you pick up the totems, it's a little bit like, you know, the Alan Wake pages. No. So, you know, if you pick up an Alan Wake page, it kind of it says what's about to happen. the story again. Yeah, about what's te- what's about to happen to him. Well, the totems oh? kind of give you a bit of a, a flash he forward. He's in his sleep and he doesn't remember. Nah, exactly. Oh exactly. A bit it's of a not forward. a river. It's an oh, my God. It's an ocean. But it's good. It, it is really impressive. What they've come, you know, because I wasn't expecting a lot, you know, because I was like, oh, well, you know, it was meant to be a move game. And the first thing it asks you, which is kind of funny, as soon as you, you put the game in, it goes. one of these stupid move controllers. No, no, it doesn't actually. But you can use the normal controller now as a move controller anyway you know the ps4 controller but he, he goes do you want motion controls or standard controls i'm like standard don't give me no that bullshit guess I, I don't want to move me controller around to do yeah, stuff really um but yeah no it's very very good i can definitely recommend it Ain't nobody got time for that it's hard to, it's hard to recommend as a full price title you know what i mean i do think that people should maybe wait until he drops in price a bit um but they've done a lot of good stuff here i mean even the camera angles you know is it, it does feel like a movie you know and i was like yeah this is this is really well done you know some of the shots through the trees it looks like a bollywood movie where they're all dancing around and having fun they're, they're having lots of fun yeah. these kids know how to, how to party um and i like the setup i mean i like the, the the setup to the actual game you know how they set the story up works really really well within this in the context so yeah so that's very, very good. I shouldn't uh, make that noise when I'm doing stuff. I should play this when I'm making DJ noise. By the way, you were right. That's a good mix. It is a bloody, that's a bloody good game that you need to play. You need to play that game, mate, because it's, it, you're missing. You're missing out. And then there's his other game Stu is playing, and it, it, this is the premise of it. It's about a killer robot driving instructor that travels back in time for some reason. I'm listening. Okay, okay. Well, you see, this robot, he's got a heartbreaking decision to make about whether his best friend lives or dies. Beautiful. 
There you go. Uh, so yes, I've played a lot of that, and I'm I'm definitely going to get through this and see if I can oh, get it ready. Yeah, somebody practice. just died on until the armor. Oh yeah, that you can't you can't say. Holy, can't be saved. And the other thing that was kind of cool uh, was kind of cool uh, is that you see you speak to this psychiatrist uh, in between sort of stuff. Uh, and and he's he's kind of interesting. I don't know how this fits into the story yet, but I like him a lot. He's very funny, uh, and yeah, you, you get to answer all these weird psychological questions and stuff. Very similar to um, Silent Hill: Shattered Memories. So it reminds me, me about a lot some of, of the that. problems in your life. Well, my psychiatrist yeah. keeps asking me stupid fucking Little questions. <laughs> Little bit of that. Uh, and then the more final... adventure there, Laura. The final thing that I've played was when I was very drunk and played Gears of War. This doesn't count. This doesn't count. Gears of War, jeez. You can't. You can't speak. Word. You can't speak very well of Gears of War because you were pissed. I was watching you play Gears of War. I was rubbish. And you looked like an old man about to fall to sleep. Like I did. I did manage to change to a few people. I'm surprised, so I'm surprised you didn't go, when I played this, I was so much better. It's fucking stupid. When I was young, I played kids, and I was fucking wicked. It's not this fucking stupid XP. Lobotomized! Stupid XP nonsense, bloody, <laughs> lovely line. Look at that! There's none of that in my day! I love the song. Stu, <laughs> there's no song playing. And Coop just kept going, oh, Chini, your KD race is suffering. Coop from Void Games, because I've been playing a lot with Coop and his brother, and he's like, yo, yo, Chin, your KD ratio is going to be fucked. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. And, I, and Ben, Ben, who uh, works for me, um, he was playing with you as well, Stu. And, he was, um, he was. He's never played Gears of War before. He's not, he's, he he's, wasn't he's, great either. We were, neither of us were doing very he's well. He's a big video, first, game, so. video gamer, but he's, for some reason he's just never played Gears. And um, Sorry? Does he have an Xbox? He, he had a 360. He's never. He's never. Had a 360. He's never, he's never played Gears. I don't know. Um, and I've played. But anyway, he uh, he wasn't really sort of into it, and um, he he was. I just said, Ben, can you press the uh, can you press the back button to see the score? And I went, No, please don't make me look that. Screw that, you, that man. <laughs> it wasn't good. It was. It wasn't good, man. It was a slaughterhouse. I tell you. And it wasn't everywhere. It wasn't us doing any of the slaughtering. It's, it's fair to say. Although, I did get a couple of chainsaw kills, but that was kind of about it, really. Other than that, I was just getting a shotgun in the face all the time. And then you said this. Um, oh, man. Oh, man. We're fucked. We're fucked. I'm getting out of here. Oh. <laughs> That's how I felt. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. That's how I felt. But it was great. It was great to just play it for a bit, even though I was really shit at it. Um, I did enjoy the bit that I played, and I still am jealous, but I guess when it does... Come out on PC, I will probably be purchasing it, I would have said. Oh. So, yeah, I'll probably get it when it, goes, when it comes out on the PCs. Uh, so, yeah, it's good. It's good. So, let's let's listen to Chini talk about it properly now, because he's been playing loads of it. I'm playing loads of it. I am now I rank 27. Um, so, you know, that's all right, I guess. Um Shit. I don't know. I uh, what's oh, the God. top ranking? Playing in my ears, and it's really loud. Ah, uh, okay. I just pressed mute on it. Um, I'm playing clips of it, and it was in my ears. How many ranks are there? Uh, 
Uh, there's a hundred. Oh, okay. And then you can yeah. you can re up, which is prestige basically. Oh. Um, Will you? Be, so yeah, I'll, are you gonna stick with a hundred when you get there? Uh, no, I'll I'll, I'll re up because there's an achievement to do it. So. Uh, yeah. yeah, but well, again, I mean, we were talking about this last week. If you don't, if there's no like gameplay benefit, what's the benefit of re upping? Achievement? Didn't you just hear him say that? No, no, no. But beyond that, beyond getting why? A, why do you need something beyond an achievement? I don't know because it just seems to be more to it. What's the point of doing it otherwise? I think I think the the reason for the re up is like to show like because I'm you probably can re up uh, a few times like you can press these ten times in Call of Duty Four or Modern Warfare. Yeah. Um. So it was to show like look I've done this seven times. I'm That's how great I'm. Worst of the hardcore. Yeah, I get all that, but I guess in Call yeah. of Duty you get all the the extra perks. Rather, get, rather than number, rather than that's not didn't happen when you prestige. In fact, it's the opposite. When you prestige, you lose all your perks. I know, but you've got to build all those up again. In this, it doesn't matter because it's yeah. all cosmetic stuff, no, isn't yeah, it? It doesn't just, affect the gameplay. Skin, yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. I don't know, but it's just it's just one of those things where people do it, don't they? Because everybody I mean, else do you get like that's old character skins or something, you know, on the second level and whatever. Nope. I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. Uh, uh, at this uh, point, I don't think many people know, you know, because no one's got there. So, uh, um, but yes, no, I, I haven't started the single player. I'm playing tons of the of the multiplayer. I've been enjoying King of the Hill. Well, King of the Hill is the best one because it's it's better for XP. And King um, of the Hill wasn't in the original Gears of War, was it? It was as an update. Annex was in there as an update. I, that was the uh, first time I remember playing it was Gears Three, and I was like, "Ooh, I love this." Hi, Dan. Holly Dan's in the chat. Yes. Uh, yeah. So it's, it was a bit of an update, and at the towards the end of the life of the first game, uh, and it was called Annex, um, but they just call it King of the Hill now. Um, gotcha. And there's a there's a faster version of King of the Hill, Duke, which I don't know if you talked about, called Blitz. Did yeah, say, that's that's last week? yeah. And yeah, I you mean, did mention it. Yes. Yeah, it's just that's really cool because in King of the Hill, yeah, when you when you cap it, you can get out of it, but in Blitz, you have to stay in it, and that just leads to some like fantastic grenade kills, you know, like where you can. Just throw it, and and all of a sudden you've got like four kills. Like somebody killed all four of us on our team with one grenade, which was embarrassing but kind of funny as well. Um, but yeah, no, that's good. Uh, so yeah, Gears of War. Uh, I have been playing that. Um, bah, 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 bah. Uh, what else have I been playing? Stu, what else have I been playing? Uh, you're playing Dying Light, I'm guessing. Yes. I've, oh yeah, I've been playing Dying Light. Uh, I played a little bit with Marsh, who you've never met, Stu. I have met Marsh. Yes, I yes, have. You have met Marsh. Yes, I have. Who and I didn't say this on the night, uh, but my wife thinks he looks a little bit like Ray Quinn. Uh, so he's, he had that you... before when when Ray Quinn was like sort of relevant. He he's he's had that. Yeah. Um, no, so he's nothing new to him. No, and he's he's um, his son uh, looks like a bit like is he? I can never remember how to pronounce this. Haley Joel Oswald or whatever his name is from. The sixth sense. Yes. <laughs> so there you not go. The, the, the sort of cute, sort of little version, not the fat. Yeah, the cute version, not the big fat one that no. that exists now. Yes. Um, uh, so there you go. Yeah. So me and Marsh played some Dying Light, and we were sort of playing it, and it was a big moment in the story. And I thought, oh, this is this near the end? Are we sort of near the end? Or is and new area, brilliant. And now we're in a bigger area, higher towers, and me and Marshall are like, fucking hell. We like this game, but is it it's massive. Game? It's oh. huge. It's yeah, huge. It's Apparently massive, the, DLC, yeah. the new DLC is, is, is the same size as these two areas, but you've got vehicles in the new DLC. Um, so, yeah, you know, it, 
Dying Light's good. I, I, I really like it, but I, I'm, I'm renting Dying Light, so I'm sort of in two minds whether to just send it back and buy it sort of used somewhere because it's just going to take so long to get through. Um, and I'm, I'm paying £10 a month for it at this point. So I might just send it up, send it back and get something else. Uh, do you know what? Do you know what I would do if I were you? I would I would have a look at a walkthrough and just see how far off the end you are, and then you can make a decision based on that, can't you? Not necessarily look at the walkthrough, but just you know how many, how many, how much time have I got left to go? That's true. It's not a bad idea actually, but I, you know, it's I, I still like it. But the thing is, because we went away from it for about a, a week or two, um, it, it it was hard to get back into because there's a lot of sort of. Uh, um, how would you call it? Sort of motion blur, and you know, there's a lot of sway yeah. characters' movements and stuff. And it's quite daunting when you jump back in. And you haven't played it for a while, um, so it took us, you know, it took us half hour just to sort of get used to the controls again. Obviously, because it's a parkour game as well. It, you know, it's it's a little bit fiddly uh, when you jump back in. You, you know, you, I mean, one of, one of the hardest things I think with that game is. This is. is hoping that you find some of the decent blueprints for weapons. Yeah, I, mean, um, I don't use tons. And they're not easy to find. They're I not always I, easy to find the good ones. I don't use tons of the blueprints. I usually... Because the biggest problem in Dying Light is like, there's too much shit. I have too much stuff. Um, yeah. And I can't go through it quick enough. So, you know, when I when I, I'm sort of glad when something... Because you can repair things two, three, four times, you know, depending on... Yeah, what, what you tend to find is some of the really good blueprints, you, you might you might be able to repair it seven times or six yeah. times and stuff like that, so it lasts a hell of a lot longer. And I've got a perk uh, there where if, if you repair something, you don't necessarily use up a repair. Um, yeah, which is good. It, yeah. Um, so that's good. Yeah, I mean, it's great. It's, it's, it's good fun. But uh, again, you know, like I say, it's, it's just quite long. Um, and when you just plan it, when you plan it all co-op with the same person and... You're an adult, and you just get your sick friend. of the person. Yeah, I just, well, I'm sick of him. Like, finally, you know, 22 years of being friends with him, I'm just sick of him. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, That's it. he's, he's got, you know, he's got a child and a wife and a dog, and um, I think it was in that order. But anyway, I, I, I don't know. It, it just, it just sort of. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Just a minute. What? He had a child before a wife. Yeah, I think some right. people have yeah. children out of wedlock. Oh, I no. get, I get. You. He had a child before he, no, he, had, he, had, he had a wife. No, hold on. Let's see, let's think of the order. He had a dog, a wife, and a child. Yep. That's the order. Um, oh, right, opposite okay, of what okay. you said. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to putting things in proper order, you really suck. True. Um, there you go. So yeah, because he's got a family, and I've, I'm just, I don't know, lazy. Uh, it's, it's hard for us to sort of get get on to the same time. But he has a new job now because he used to. He's the guy that he, he, he used to do close protection and stuff, and he he was on Central Court for Wimbledon and all this. But now, and he has to travel to London all the time. But he's got like a, a job where it's quite local, and it's nine, you know, eight eight to four, Monday to Friday. So he's he's back. I feel like I got my best mate back. Um, next Wasn't week. Wasn't he in so. the army at some point, or was that was, someone else? No, that was him. That was, he was in the RAF, yeah. So, right. he, he's, he's sort of always been everywhere all his life, so it's not, you know, and it's sort of, I think it's finally got to him. So anyway, he's back now, so hopefully we'll be playing more games together and finishing off Dying Light. we still got Halo Master Chief Collection to play. We played the first level, and it sucked, um, and they've patched it all since. We've still got um, some Borderlands games to finish. Uh... Gears of War, I, th- I think he wants to play more GTA, so I don't know. Loads of stuff. But um, yeah, Dying Light's good. Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I also managed to play a little bit of Black Ops 3, Duke. 
I wanted to try it because you said you you know you liked it, yeah. um, and I gave it a fair shake. And I have to say, it's not. I don't think it's for me. I, I don't think. It's for me. Uh, what do you mean it's not for Duke anymore? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it is, except that other things are more for me. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I really thought. Uh, I don't know why. I, because Duke, you were sort of so impressed with it. I really thought, oh, maybe this is this is going to be the Call of Duty where I click with it. You know, where it's, it's the one. It's the one. It's the one. Um, but I, I went in and and I just, I just didn't really feel like it offered anything that I hadn't played before. You know, it, I felt the same thing was when I played Advanced Warfare and and Blops Two, where mm-hmm. it's and Ghosts, and I was just like, yeah, you know, it's it's fine. It's it, it, there's other there are. I would say that it's it's sort of less um, overwhelming. Than maybe the previous two in terms of like things you have to learn. Right. I feel like they've simplified it a bit, which is fine. But that I still feel like I'm out the game and I'm just I've just done it. I feel like I've just done that now. Oh yeah. And I know it's quite ironic because I'm playing Gears of War. <laughs> yeah. However, um, Gears of War doesn't come out every year, does it? You know, there's that there's that argument, I suppose. Oh, it's been away and, from you long enough for you to miss it. Yeah, it's been away from me long enough to miss it, and and you know I've got a strong nostalgia for, um, for Gears of War one, and I mean if there was if the Modern Warfare one came out, you know Call of Duty for Modern Warfare, I'd be all over it, and and this argument wouldn't last because you know I just have a it's a nostalgia trip really for Gears of War Ultimate Edition, and and it would be for Call of Duty for Modern Modern Warfare, so, um. No, I, I, I really thought I might like it, Dick, after what you said, and I thought, oh, maybe this is this is uh, I'm going to get back into it, but I'll, I'll play it, I'll rent it, and I'll give it a go, and and it'll be fine. But I'll probably do what I did with Advanced Warfare and Ghosts. I'll play the multiplayer, right. you know, for two three nights, and then just move on. Mm-hmm. So, not for me, I'm afraid. Um, I haven't played any Fallout New Vegas this week. I've, it's it's been a busy week for me, turning thirty. Uh, I only do it once, and um, so I, I had a spa yeah, treat machines. I had a spa treatment. Tara treated me to a to a spa treatment thing. Um, uh, I pulled body scrub, all that stuff. Um, lovely, lovely. Uh, we went to Ludlow for the day on my birthday. You know, Ludlow's a nice place to go. Not doesn't really take that long to walk around though. Uh, Ludlow has a castle in it, Duke. So you might find that. Pay the twelve dollar, twelve quid to get in, and not complain uh, about how you had to pay. Oh, we we went to a wedding there like about two three years before, so I was like, ah, fuck it, I've done that. Um, <laughs> so we sort of walked around a bit. Um, yeah, and then you know the rest of the week was sort of planning for this barbecue. So haven't really played many games this week, but so that's it for me. There you go. What he hasn't mentioned though was that Tara bought him thirty presents. That's true. Yeah, for my th- some of them though. She, she, I mean, some of them were really nice and great, and uh, you know, I love her for it. And you know, there was uh, golf lessons and um, all sorts of cool stuff, and and nice clothes and shirts and stuff. Um, but some of them, she she was reaching. You know what I mean? Like pack, a packet, a multi pack of bubble gum, right? And I was like, well, because she bought me the, these crisps though that you can't buy anywhere. Multi packs. And there are only there's only two in the multi pack, so I don't I never really have them. But she bless her, she 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 got like a few multi packs together and um and put them all together for me. So you know little things like that, little little presents that mean stuff, you know. Yay. Uh, uh, can I can I just check how old is Tara? Just Tara's twenty eight. You see, she's just setting you up, mate. That's all yeah. this is. She's making me look bad, mate, when she turns thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's like, well, if I buy him all this for his birthday, thirty crisps in it. 
Yeah. yeah. He's got to outdo this on my 30th yeah. birthday. Once a surprise birthday party. And, uh, and I'm like, well, 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 if you know about it, it won't, <laughs> it won't be a surprise yeah, if you expect yeah, it. Yeah, I know, but I don't want to know anything about it. It's like, I, I didn't want to know anything about mine, but I had to do it because no fucker else would do it. Like, I had to do my <laughs> own hunting. I had to do my own. Like that. No fucker else would do it. <laughs> you know, yeah. And at least I gave you a surprise, you see. You gave me a surprise. Well, look, I, I, I did. My own hunting. I had to do my own like photo things and all sorts of stuff. Um, did. Do you know what yeah, was actually was quite funny as well, I never mentioned this. When I when I first arrived, I walked through the gate and he said, oh, all right, Ginny, someone said there were a party, right? And he looked at me and went, oh, shoo. And they went, shoo. <laughs> it was like a great feeling. Actually, I did that when I came up to Wisconsin once. <laughs> like, I didn't. I told them I was coming, like, in August, and I came in the middle of June, and they were like, oh, my God, you're here. It's a good feeling. Yeah. It's, it's good. Yeah, it was funny. It was funny. It was almost like when you first saw me, you didn't realize that like, it didn't sort of twig for a second. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. And I was like, oh, bloody hell, what's he doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was funny. Here. Yeah. Uh, it was very funny. Uh, but yeah, it was a good, it was, I don't want to go good. back to the barbecue, but it was... Um, no, we've done, we've done all right. that it was, stuff. It, we've it, done was, it, all. it was good. We, we had fun. So yeah, now before the news, yeah. uh, I went looking for that yeah. chinny birthday song, and I came across, I totally forgot I made this. I took uh, some audio, I guess I was recording it either with an iPod, or maybe I had a tape recorder, but um, anyway, I put together this collage in 2011, and I totally forgot about it, but then I found it again. So let's take a listen to this, shall we? What would you like to say to Chinny on his birthday? Happy birthday, Chinny. What would you like to say to my buddy, Mike Chin? Happy birthday. Look at these awesome chickens. My friend, Chinny, it's his birthday. No, Daddy. You don't want to say happy birthday, Chinny? Take that, Chinny. Who's this potato for? Mommy. Does Mike Chin get any? No. Who is your friend, Chinny? A guy I podcast with. Happy birthday, Chinny. Mike Chin, yeah. Actually, that's just his online name. His real name is Cole Phelps, but that sounds silly. Are you lying? No. Would you like to say happy birthday, Cole Phelps? Cole Phelps? Yes. And he came with Mike Chin. He thought it sounded silly. It just sounds like a Chinese kid. Well, that's what Ross Moe told him, actually. (laughs) An American Chinese kid. His mother named him Cole. Say happy birthday, Chinny. Good job. Don't give anything on the finish, Happy birthday. This is the part where people made a lot of funny jokes, but I wasn't recording. Oh, God, no, I didn't. I know, I know, I know, I know. Sorry. The spontaneity is gone. Peace out, Mike Chen. That was the best joke ever, and you lost it. I did lose it. I'm a loser. Can I say happy birthday, John Marston? No. What do you keep on changing his name for? Who's your favorite video game character, Nora? Mom. Then I told the kids that your name was Nico, but the little girl wouldn't say happy birthday, Nico, altogether. So I had to get her to say one word at a time and then edit it up. Happy birthday, Nico. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Again. (laughs) Okay, stop. <laughs> that's really I'm four years ago. That's kind of interesting that that one of them said happy birthday, John Marston, isn't it, Chinny? That's kind of yeah, interesting, that's true because my cake was uh, a John Marston cake. That's right. It was a uh, yeah, it was a little picture of me, but me as John Marston. Uh, Jamie, mm-hmm. who uh, does our animation at work, he has been sort of colluding with um, Tara, and they they made this. Uh, because Tara kept on saying, you know, surprise, you would say. Tara kept on saying, you know, what's what's your favorite game ever? She did keep on asking this question about two weeks ago. So, what what is your favorite game ever? Uh, <laughs> I, and I said it's Red Dead without a doubt. She she thought it was um, Goldeneye. She was sure it was Goldeneye. And I, uh, I said I said it was Goldeneye for a long time, but it's it's Red Dead Redemption now. If you and, uh, don't know me by now. 
if you don't know me. Um, th- so you nearly th- ended up with you as this, James Bond then. This is you? the thing, right? This is the thing. Uh, on the day before my birthday, when we went for uh, a nice meal um, uh, out in the stick somewhere, I don't know where it was, but uh, we um, we got talking. She said, out of curiosity. Why do you like Red Dead so much? And 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 she says, what happens in it? What why? Because I say, <laughs> just John out of curiosity. I have no. No, like just in case it's like some <laughs> sort of pro Hitler game. No, it's, it's, it's the um. She, <laughs> That's most of the stuff. It, yes. No, she. She said, you know, like because every time I mention John Marston, I always sort of go, oh, John. You know what I mean? Like as if I'm remotely, you know, like I'm yeah. sort of sad. And she said, why do you do that? You always sort of say that about John. And I, and I told her about the whole story about what happens to John. Oh, man. All right. She, she and she went... She won't be shocked. She'll, she, I mean, she, lo- she does like playing games, but she never really has time. She re- she reads books more than she plays games. Um, I'm nerd. Anyway. I know, yeah. Uh, anyway, I told her everything. I don't want to say it just in case people don't know. But like, yeah, I told yeah. her all the uh, all the story about what happened to John. And I went through it in great detail and how much it affected me and how... Oh, it just it just it broke my heart, and then and and Tara was like, "Oh my god, I never knew this game was so sad." Like you know, and I I I, I explained it really well, like the whole story of Red Dead Redemption. She's like, "Oh man, this is this is this is this is awful." All right, and I think she was thinking, "Oh god, I met a keg about this guy," uh, but I said, "No, no, like you know, I still love it, and and you know, he's still a cool character and stuff." Um, but yeah, so that's that's why she was asking so many questions now because I because hey, yeah. uh, she bought me a John Marston shirt, but it's quite subtle, you know. Like, and 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 I says, oh, that's why he was asking about Red Dead Redemption, and she was like, yes, that's why I was asking about it, but really it was because of the cake, and she made little uh, cupcakes with sheriff badges and she did cowboy hats, and she goes all out, Tara. She doesn't do anything by half measures. She always, uh, especially on the cocktail stew, eh? Definitely on the cocktails. Jesus yes. Christ Almighty. Indeed. Anyway, anyway, let's let's do a bit of news, and we have got a couple of emails, so let's do all that. Okay, dokie. Uh, let's hang on a second. I had to do the thing, and now I can do this. Oh, come on, let him do the thing. Putting news first. Because remember, we're professionals let's, on this let's you happy. Uh, there's a row have been brewed on whether the soundtrack to the PlayStation 4's uh, exclusive Everybody's Gone to the Rapture should be part of the UK's official chart, classical uh, music chart. The debate was sparked over the official charts company this week removed the game's soundtrack from the classical artist album chart, saying that it had been placed there in error. Uh, but the studio head and composer at the Chinese room, Jessica Curry, took it up to Twitter to complain about removal. Curry suspected her original soundtrack would have been number one in this week's classical artist albums chart uh, had it been included. Jessica Curry uh, makes a tweet that says, very sad the UK official charts have withdrawn my my rapture score uh, from the classical charts. I think it would have been number one this week. Sad face. Back to the article. It seems like a peculiar decision, especially given uh, the Prague uh, Philharmonic Orchestra, uh, the complete Harry Potter film music um, is currently 29th in the chart. Um, when contacted by Eurogamer, the official charts company Lauren Kresler, is it Kresler? Kresler uh, said that everybody's gone to the Rapture soundtrack was moved to the correct chart earlier this week after appearing in the wrong chart last week. This Friday's chart will reflect these changes. Uh, Kresler said currently the Rapture original soundtrack is the new entry in the soundtrack albums chart, even though 
the Harry Potter original soundtrack yeah, but, in the classic. You see, I I don't necessarily agree with Jessica Curry on this point, if I'm being really honest. Because, and I'll tell you why, even the even the fact that the full Harry Potter film music is coming, it's not the official soundtrack to the film. It's it's a it's an orchestra playing the music from the film. So that, in my opinion, would count. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? Because it it's not you know it's not an official soundtrack. It's not the actual I, thing I, you're really hearing in the movie. Yeah, it's, it's the just the played in the same way, but it's not the exact same thing. It's not the exact same thing because it's an actual Philharmonic Orchestra that's playing. Oh, somebody got fired for that blunder. But in all honesty, does it really matter? Because she still sold the same number of copies of the album, regardless of whether it shows as number one in the classical charts or not. What difference does it make? Yeah. Mm. Mm. I really, I really don't get a sour grapes if I'm being honest. I feel like she's being a bit like, she should have been in the chart because she'd have had a number one or whatever. Uh, but anyway, I have given it a listen, right? And it works brilliantly in, in the actual game. But listen to In Isolation, it's not that good, if I'm being really honest. Okay. It's good, but it's not something you would listen to in isolation. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It fits the game, it's not necessarily... Soundtrack. Yeah, it's not necessarily something you'd like, just want to listen to on its own. Do you know what I mean? It just feels a bit weird. Um, and it's it's quite noisy, if I'm being honest. <laughs> it's a bit noisy, uh, but he's good in the game. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. It is it is excellent music, you know, for the game. But I'm not. I don't necessarily feel it's a good fit for the actual just listening to of, if you know what I mean. Uh, anyway, Chini, what else is happening in the news? Uh, uh, no, it's all right. The reason why I'm stalling is because uh, people are having trouble hearing you two, which. And to be honest, is the worst part of the show, but that's fine. But uh, I think I've turned me down. So if you turn your overall volume up, we're all a little bit more balanced. That's why I did. I did. I did fucking ask the start of the stream, Stu, if you the did. levels were okay, you did. and no one Seven fucking times. responded. You should have asked so at the beginning of this whole process. Damn straight. I know. I know. I know. Well, what can you do? Nobody even gave a no shit, one, man. No, no one. Even no one gave a shit. Um. They didn't give a shit. But I've turned me down, so we should be uh, roughly level now. I don't know. It's it's hard to fucking tell. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it'd be fine. So they can turn the overall volume up. Blah, blah, blah. Bored. Um, right. Blah. Remember those games that they dug up in the desert? Remember those stupid games? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Well, Stu doesn't believe that they actually dug them up. It's all conspiracy. They never dug no games. 9-11 never happened. Yeah. Uh, right. Hundreds of Atari That's cartridges that. dug up in New Mexico landfill last year have generated more than 100 thousand dollars uh, that's 65,000 pounds and uh, 5 billion yen uh, I don't know what it is in yen I just wanted to <laughs> add it uh, in sales over the last several months the cash uh, uh, 881 games were sold on eBay with buyers coming from 45 US states and more than a dozen countries worldwide the results of the sale uh, blah 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 they sold for a lot they did I mean what have you actually done with them yeah, what um, have they done with the money? They all went to a charity, a mysterious charity called the Mike Chin Foundation. Oh, um, I heard about uh, that foundation. They do good work. Uh, where did the money go? I don't know. Uh, it says at the bottom, the city will receive about $65,000, £42,000 from the sale of the game. Hey, they should bury more shit games now. Know, right? Yeah. Because in 30 years, that's an investment. Take all the copies of Proteus and put them out in the... Yeah. Uh, uh, 
Amazing. Uh, so there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 23 of the games are going to museums around the world. Wow. So, yeah, that's kind of, that is that's kind of, Um cool. Right. Uh, more stuff. Uh, oh, yes. Well done. Marty well done, O'Donnell. Um, used to work for Bungie. He was the composer. He's the guy that came up with ba 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 ba. You doing the Star Wars? Ba 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 and they said, Marty, that's good, but can you put instruments instead of acapella? Because that's whack. Um, in April 2014, Marty O'Donnell, uh, then Bungie's audio di- director, was fired from the company without cause, in quotations. A court ruling issued last week uh, in a case between the composer and the former employee sheds light on the events leading up to the termination and the, ha- uh, and the hand of Activision played in their uh, souring their relationship. Um, so if you don't remember, he got he got fired very quickly, and it was it was all quiet, and no one said why because because yeah because of this court order. But now it's all there's some light on it. Uh, what seemed like uh, shockingly uh, abrupt parting of ways last year had actually been brewing since events taking place during E3 2013, according to legal documents uploaded by VentureBeat's Dean. Uh, who have been following O'Donnell uh, and Bungie's situation closely since April 2014's termination. After working as a contractor on several Bungie titles, Marty O'Donnell joined the company as an employee in 1999. Uh, Days the developers uh, purchased by Microsoft was finalised. As a member of Bungie Studios, he was responsible for crafting Halo's iconic theme music. Do you want me to go through the theme music again? Yes, let's let's hear that just so we know what we're talking about. Okay, here. it goes something like this. Ba 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 ba. Master Chief, motherfucker. <laughs> Teabag, shit. Um, <laughs> brilliant. So that's that's some of his work. Um, ba 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 ba. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Yeah, yes. if you if you start at the over the next two years, that kind blah, of blah blah blah. He did stuff. He did stuff, and he did, he did stuff. stuff. Uh, over the next two years, O'Donnell composed. Uh, a, a, a symphonic uh, and choral suite in eight parts. Color. This was for Destiny, by the way. This was for Destiny. Collaborate. I can't say the word. Collaborating. Collaborating with. Uh, yeah, collaborating go. with uh, go, somebody go. called Paul McCartney from the Beatles. <laughs> um, in the process. And uh, the work collectively called The Music of Spheres was recorded in early 2013. O'Donnell considers the project one of the high points of his career. Uh, so imagine his disappointment when shortly before E3 2013, as Bungie was preparing a trailer for Destiny featuring O'Donnell's music, Activision stepped in and took over the trailer creation, supplying its own music instead. According to Did the you court... know this? No. Did you know I this? Th- I don't think people I knew this. I didn't know this. No. According to the documents, O'Donnell was furious fucking furious he kicked uh, McCarthy in the face and uh, punched Ringo in the dick Uh, and he believed (laughs) Activision had stepped over its role by taking creative control of the trailer and Bungie CEO Harold Ryan and the rest of the management agreed and filed a complaint with Activision but the publisher overruled it and said shut the fuck up Uh, the audio director uh, frustrations were compounded by the fact 
that his desire to see Music of Spheres produced in its entirely as a separate audio release, uh, a prospect that neither Activision nor Bungie seemed keen on. O'Donnell responded to Activision and scored uh, scored trailer, trailer by tweeting during the game's E3 presentation that the music was not Bungie's, threatening to fellow employees in an attempt to keep the trailer from being posted online and interrupted the press briefings. Uh, O'Donnell believed that Bungie, Bungie spirit was being compromised by the Activision agreement, and perhaps they were. But management saw his actions disruptive and harmful. O'Donnell was given a poor employee review in fall of 2013. In lieu of this next review, in February 2014, Bungie drafted a termination agreement. Um, but luckily, Activision haven't really passed on their 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 bad sort of vibes across their gang, because it's not like there's fucked up you know, leveling systems or DLC structures or anything with uh with destiny so luckily so I, I think what's kind of interesting that was a joke they, destiny's awful and it yeah of course it is and it's, it's been very unsuccessful anyway but here's the here's the thing it's not made here's a single thing. penny not a penny but obviously they'd um drafted some sort of like look you know we'll give you this you go quietly you get this bye bye sort of thing bye-bye. uh but he, he basically told them to stick it up their ass didn't he went no nah, i'm not having that i'll just keep working you're all right don't worry about it which it was kind of a clever decision by the looks of what happened after that so yeah, yeah. so he made the right decision yeah I'm so, so, I, don't, I, don't so think, anyway, I don't think marty's gonna struggle to find a job is he no and and to be fair they, they kind of got rid of him Right. Since then, he's had two lawsuits. He won the first one, which was for unpaid benefits, so he got all of that. And uh, yeah, he's he's won this one as well, so he'll be receiving. He's okay. He's okay. A hundred, a hundred and ninety-two thousand shares. He's all right. A vested bungee common stock and payments from the profit share plan. The first of which is a little over a hundred and forty thousand dollars. He's okay. Oh, he's probably yeah. playing he's... golf with Paul. You know what I mean? He's he's okay. He's all right. I think I think it's, from my point of view, it's nice to see that uh, corporate companies don't always win. You know what I mean? Because Activision tried to do the dirty on him, and they've been stung pretty badly, haven't they? They've lost. You know, he's he's got he's he's got what he deserves. So that's kind of good. Take that, Activision. Uh, yeah, and Activision got what they deserved. Mm. So. Good on them. Um, okay, okay. Uh, next news now. Cliff Blazinski has revealed uh, after leaving epic games in 2012 he thought he had quit games for good uh quote i honestly thought i was done the bosky productions head says in an interview with destructoids uh quote it was a combination of gamers feeling jaded as well as uh working with some of very talented people who are also very jaded i could pitch the most amazing idea to anyone back when i was at epic towards the end uh and they'd be like i don't buy it um I don't mean to slag uh, anyone off, uh, but people get jaded in this business. Um, luckily, Cliffy B couldn't stay away from gaming too long. Last year, he announced that he was uh, coming out of retirement to start a new development studio, Bosky Productions. Last week, Bosky revealed its first game, Lawbreakers, a free-to-play uh, arena shooter formerly known as Project Blue Streak. It's due out sometime in 2016. 2016 is a year in the future, unless you're listening to this in 2016 after this. Exactly. Uh, and then it's in the present. If you're listening in 2017, it's <laughs> the past. Uh, Basinski worked at Brilliant. Epic Games since 1990, I don't know, something, uh, playing a major role in classic games such as uh, Unreal and Gears of War. Never heard of it. So he's back. I think what's, 
Yeah, he is. And, and what's kind of cool for me is, if you, you know, we, we shouldn't forget that if it, if it wasn't for Cliffy B and Epic Games, the 360 probably wouldn't have been anywhere near as successful as it ended well, up being. you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. You can't say that. No, no, we do. No, you we do, don't. Don't. We know. We do know. We do know. What would have happened? We just, the butterfly effect, because too. If, it, if he hadn't released that, maybe somebody else. Here's exactly. You had vanished from the photograph, Marty. Great Scott. Let's not forget. Let's not forget that. Uh, Epic went to Microsoft and did two demos of Gears of War, one of which was running on 256 megabytes, and the other one was running on 512 megabytes. There's no doubt that Gears of War was very important to uh, propelling the Xbox ahead. Well, not only that, no. I mean, you're missing the point. They they were preparing to release the 360 with 256 megabytes of RAM. And when they went and did a demo of the game running on both combinations, he said, look, you know, this is what it'll look like in, you know, with 512, and this is what it looks like with, with 256. Right. And that actually persuaded Microsoft to, to put 512 megabytes of RAM in the machines that they were producing. So you might say that Gears of War propelled the Xbox 360 ahead in terms of what it had in it? Yeah, yeah, and it's obviously the PS3 would have... Yeah, the PS3... No, 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 you were saying in sales, not, not anything to do with the... propelled it ahead! Yeah, but the console itself wouldn't have been what it was. About what I said. You know, PS3 would have come out, that would have done 512 megabytes, and the 360 would have died awesome. of that. Oh, Lord. Um, right. Did you know that Cliffy anyway. B's first game was developed when he was in high school? It was an independently developed point-and-click adventure game called The Palace of Deceit, Dragon's Plight. There you go. I have seen cool. this new trailer for uh, Lawbreakers, but Cliffy B knows how to make a good game. He's, he, he, may, he knows how to make it. Yeah. He's got it together, this guy. Um, he knows what he's doing. Right, next news now. Uh, continuing their quest to destroy all of your free time this fall, Bethesda has announced Fallout Monopoly this morning. Uh, and although, well, not this morning, but this morning on this fucking article, uh, the details are scant. We can already imagine what will be in there. Uh, bottle cap bankers, special cards, monopolies in the Commonwealth, pit boy pieces, Fallout for everyone. Bethesda what says it's coming in November. I've Monopoly in like 10 years, but I bought the Simpsons Monopoly, and I think someone gave me another Monopoly. Like, Monopoly, probably nobody plays Monopoly anymore, but like, they make a lot of money off of these franchises. Yeah, yeah I love it. Yeah, it, it is true. <laughs> I've got a Simpsons Monopoly, uh, and now I have a Nintendo Monopoly, don't I, Stu? Ooh. You do. You do. You have a Nintendo Monopoly. Basically, it's my 30th birthday, and I got a lot of toys. I got a, like a, a Nerf gun, <laughs> blaster gun that everybody was shooting each other with at the barbecue. I got a lot of like sort of Lego pieces, and I got a lot of toys, didn't I? I noticed. Toys are very nice. Toys are very nice. <laughs> so I'm just a big kid, as well. Uh, slave Tetris. What? I've seen this. Oh my god! You you begin to wonder what people think when they're making games. Let's put this up on the yeah. on the stream. Uh, I I haven't seen this, so I don't What's know it? what this is. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Uh, it's for Tetris. Yeah, Tetris. I mean, to be fair, I mean these people made this in good faith, thinking they were being educational, but obviously Play hadn't history thought. History slave trade. Yeah, hadn't thought maybe the repercussions of what okay. they were doing. Okay, uh, a slave Tetris minigame has been removed from a Steam game following a social media backlash. Sl- uh, sl- Tetris. I think that was meant to say slave, isn't yeah. it? Slave Tetris. Oh, is it? Might say slave. I don't know. Uh, no. Sort it out, Eurogamer. Uh, yeah. Slave Tetris is a minigame in Playing History 2. Slave 
Trade sees the player attempt to think like an old-school slave merchant and pack as many slaves as possible into the holes of your ship. The slaves are shaped like Tetris blocks. Uh, you can see how it works in the video below, which I'm playing here. So, we'll, hold on, let's skip it forward. doesn't Why seem to be... Footage. Right. Oh, they didn't get think... a look for that one. What do you do? Helping the captain with trade talks. Ah, I think I found it. Yeah. I found it. So at the moment, there's a ship, and the slaves are Tetris pieces, and you're putting them in the ship. Yeah, you know, (laughs) you sort of wonder, don't you, what people are thinking. I don't know what they thought. I don't know how they thought this would be well. And this was not, this is not like simple graphics like they just made uh, one sprite for each of these characters and that was it like this is 3d rendered this is pretty sophisticated they took a long time to make this oh yeah i mean i'm sure i'm sure wait a minute we shouldn't make a game where you like tetris plus slavery yeah i'm sure that when they were doing this in the studio they were going oh yeah this is a good idea this will sort of you know a visual representation of slave traders you know this will educate the article has like 40 minute video and at no point do i see anything that looks at all like tetris so i don't know what the hell they're talking about go go to 39 minutes oh it's right at the end brilliant 30 right (laughs) tim that'll do oh yeah here we go okay right this is this is horrific. Yes, it is horrific. Yeah, that's crazy. It is. I've got it on the stream now. Yes, slave Tetris. So, well, anyway, the slaves. So let me ask you this: Do you think they intentionally put this in to cause controversy and get more attention or do you think they just put it in and they were stupid and thought this no one would ever i think they were just stupid i think they just thought yeah this this is a way of of showing because it's an educational game maybe they thought like this will be shocking but it's okay because slavery was shocking so yeah and it'll show kids you know what happened to slaves you know and how they were all packed into boats really tightly and stuff and there were hundreds of them in there it's not it's true really they were packed in horribly uncomfortably in these ships Um, but it's a little bit distasteful, I would say. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think it was, the the idea like, was probably quite a good one. But... Shooter, you like not yeah. an SS officer, and was like, see how many Jews you can shoot in ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would be very yeah. yeah, that's that's a good uh, sort of comparison, isn't it? Really about what this is like. But I, I think their intentions were actually probably good when they did this because they just felt it was a good way of of showing what went on. But always sticking up for the indie didn't... developer. No, but probably didn't really think about how Even it would be when perceived. they make slave games, Stu. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> no, I give a break. I mean, you know, no, no, it, it is wrong. Good idea, though, wasn't it? Don't, yeah. don't make, I, don't, I don't agree with what they've done, but I'm what I, I'm saying I, is I don't I, think I they did it. They did it maliciously. <laughs> I don't think they they realized what they were doing because they're idiots. Uh, so there you go. Indeed, you do. Uh, so there you go. More news now. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. This isn't really massive news, but uh, Fallout 4 will have uh, more lines in it than uh, Fallout 3 and Skyrim combined. That is that. Let's hope it's just not all the same stuff over and over yeah. again. Like, I Other took an arrow to the knee. script if it's the same line over and over again. Yeah. I took an arrow to the knee. I should <laughs> go over there. No, I should go over okay. there. 
<laughs> All of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't really highlighted. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I am not. I am not optimistic about the story in this game. If I'm being really honest, never known for great stories, but we'll see. No, it they isn't. Always, it but is. they always have a chain. You know, dude, Bioware. You know, I mean, I don't know the. Baldur's Gate games weren't stunning in their story, so Bioware over time hired better writers and came to be known as the story people. Bethesda may be hiring better writers these days. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I'm I'm sure it will be the best one that we've had so far because it can't it can't be any worse than it's than some of the worse, other ones. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, so any other news? Be good. Uh, I haven't yeah, highlighted any, anything. Stu, if there's anything new, uh, I don't. Think so. The only thing we haven't covered was the, the the Jimmy Kimmel thing. Did you see this, Duke? I don't know anything about it. No, I didn't know. But apparently, he dissed gamers. Okay. Basically, he he sort of did, on his show. Uh, he did like. Idiot. Yeah, he did. He did like a YouTube video taking the piss out of people who stream YouTube gaming videos or something like that. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Uh, uh, after Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel's YouTube jab backfired on Friday, the clip. The clip's YouTube page and Kimmel's Twitter were hit hard with criticism, anger, and insults. Tonight, the late sh- night show took a moment to address these comments. He might have made things worse. This is the most disliked video we've ever posted to YouTube, and we've spotted, and we've posted thousands of videos to YouTube. He told the audience. Um, Kimmel went through a laundry list of not so flattering comments to poke fun and make jokes. He's a comedian. That's what comedians do. Uh, watch the clip below and see if you think he did well. Blah blah blah. Um, like anybody fucking gives a shit. Uh, the <laughs> the way he seems to have made things worse was by inadvertently showing how out of touch he was with online culture. For example, when Kimmel was reading through the comments, he didn't know what SMH meant. What is SMH? Kimmel asked the audience, uh, shaking my head. The audience, the replies, and Oh, Kimmel. All right. Uh, uh, all right, indeed. So an old man was cranky about YouTube. That's the news. Okay. That's the news, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, make fun of YouTube and gamers. And, you know, yeah, that's, look, to that's be fair, look, it is ridiculous. I think that some people sit and watch other people playing video games, but it's also ridiculous that people sit and watch Jimmy Kimmel. So there you go. Everybody's ridiculous. <laughs> you see, I don't know who he is, so I don't know well, how... Don't I was, you, you know, Jimmy Kimmel? He, he just doesn't, he doesn't yeah, strike me as funny. He seems like some like half baked you know marginally talented guy who's just as you know he, he's just soft and beige like he just doesn't have any edge to him he's not really funny he's like he's exactly what the studio execs want he's like an empty suit i like jimmy fallon though jimmy fallon's funny there he was smart enough to bring the roots in as his band so there you go all right are we ready for shout outs or email or uh no emails emails dude we've got some emails uh... Radio, here is this week's first email is from Rob W. Uh, and it's entitled Armor 3 Live. Is he the first? Is this the first time Rob has written to us? Because I don't recognize that name. Uh, no, it's Roberto oh, UK73. Okay, cool. yeah, yeah, I think he, I think he has before. Anyway, he says this. Hi, all. Hi. Hello. Uh, 
I recently purchased a gaming PC and have started playing the mod Armor Life, uh, Armor Three Life. Even uh, it is a role a role playing game built on the Armor Three engine, where you basically live a virtual life and make decisions whether to live within the virtual laws or break bad. Uh, there are legal jobs available you can hold, or criminal ones to make money. Uh, there are role-playing uh, police officers, medics, jailers, etc. on the server. If you break bad and get caught, you go to virtual jail for a certain amount of time. You can get legal representation in the form of a virtual lawyer. Uh, I think that you would all be brilliant in an RPG role in this game. Do any of you have any plans to try it out? Would you break bad or not? Personally, I'm new into the game. Uh, to have to make that decision yet. Thanks for the great show, Rob. Roberto. So that's that's an Arma 3 server? Mod, yeah. It's an Arma 3 mod. I, I, You know what? I might like to try that. I think having a role-playing game, you know, because online role-playing games actually have a very little role-playing in them. That's the part that really bugs me. Even in Guild Wars 2, like, nobody talks in character. Nobody's, like, doing... Everyone's doing the same thing, which is kill monsters. And I think it would be cool to have a game where there are actual roles being played of police officer, or, you know, like, judge, lawyer, whatever. So, yeah. So- so what would you do though, Jude? Would you be on the side of the I'd law, or would you break? I definitely would. So what would you? What what could you see yourself in your virtual job as? Then a lawyer, or a policeman, or a, a road sweeper? I would probably want would something with a little action in it. So I don't think lawyer would be that exciting. But it depends on like what kind of job you do. Hey, if you like the paperwork though, Fuck. paperwork. Do them TPS God. reports. Yeah. Is that That's it? it. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Chini, what about you? Would you would you break bad? What would you do? Uh, let me see. I mean, I'm not usually one for going... Yeah, on you're not known. Yeah, you're not uh, known for being bad. Don't games. usually blow up innocent children or capture them for... No. Murder people yeah. who won the lottery in Nipton. Yeah, yeah, people who won the lottery and say, oh, I've won the lottery, I'm so, so great. What are you so smug for? Shoot him in the back of the head, anything <laughs> like that. I'm not usually that type of guy. No. Yeah. No. None However, of that stuff. I'm going to go crazy here and say, yes, I would be the person <laughs> who would be the criminal. I would be, the so what, Duke would be chasing would, me. I would be chasing Shinny. Yeah, yeah. And what would you be going for, though? Would you be, like, a drug dealer? Would you be a robber? You know, what would you be doing? What would your chosen uh, illegal life be? I don't think there were I think I want to... in this game. I don't know. I think you could probably do different stuff, I'm guessing. I think, yeah, you know, just general trolling... <laughs> yeah, uh, all round bad dude. Is that is that? You? Oh, bad just, dude. You mean you'd be saving the president after he got kidnapped by ninjas? No, could be. no. I, I, it'd be more just sort of like, here, officer. There's somebody doing something really bad over here. You should come over here. Bam. Take that, hey, officer. Take I didn't, that. No, I didn't shoot him. I just said the word bam. Oh, okay. I get you. I get you. So. Um, yeah, I think I would be on the side of the law as well because I'm I'm a bit of a goody goody usually. So yeah, I, I, I would probably struggle to be Big head like this That's right. Uh, yeah. So, that, but this reminds me a little bit of the San Andreas thing that we talked about a couple of times. You know, from a yeah. long time ago. That's yeah. kind of what they did. That's kind of what they did. Well, Chini, you so. talked about playing Gary's mod at one point where they had something similar. Yeah. Dark RP. Yeah. 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 So there you go. So you never know. Duke might give this a go because it could be his kind of thing. Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe. Yeah, he doesn't know. He doesn't okay. care. Uh, the next one is from Jason. <laughs> and he's entitled it Until Dawn. He says, hey, Stu. 
Uh, you are so lucky with your gaming time. I finally had the weekend to play. I got lucky and rented until dawn for $3 at the Redbox. I uh, just want to tell you this game is so up your street. Yeah, it's probably similar to Heavy Rain. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, it can be played in 79 hours. Yeah, the story's about as average as what you did last summer. Scream, any of those horror flicks. Uh, but I like all those horror flicks, so this is perfect for me. I like a lot of stuff. Uh, however, this game is incredible. I really love what they did with the psychiatrist in this game. Uh, I should not have told him I am afraid of. It feels like the next one has potential to really kill it. Uh, I really love this game. It has replay value. I only had two survivors left at the end. Well, I've lost two so far, so who knows what's going to happen. Uh, my favorite my least, uh, my least favorite. Uh, you'll know her when she opens up her big mouth. I never hated a character as much as I did her. I should have killed her off earlier. Uh, I wouldn't pay full price unless I was getting good trading value or I plan to keep it as a cult classic. But that is because I am a gaming on a budget. Uh, but you need to play this game, Stu. It isn't a gameplay game of the year like Super Meat Boy. It isn't the greatest story, but it is well acted, visually stunning and one hell of a ride that I could not put down. I am telling you, with stuff like this and Telltale, I will always be a happy gamer. Uh, and do it for Wes Craven. Yeah, I was, um, I was, he was my shout-out this week. Not that he's going to hear me because sadly he's passed away, but... Yeah, big props to Wes, and, you know, kind of sad that he's gone. Bless him. Uh, Or pick up Metal Gear and let me know if it's weird and shit. Cheers, mate. Thank you for every show you will ever do, Jason. So there you go. So thank you, Jason. That's a very nice email. Uh, And by the way, what I haven't said is I have bought Metal Gear, and it is wrapped. It is there and wrapped. We haven't haven't mentioned Metal Gear. It's it's out now, and uh, people are playing it. Yeah, it it is. It is. Um, it is. I think I'd prefer to play Mad Max if I was to choose a game, to be honest. But I, I, I've also bought that as well. Have you really? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I got it. I, I got Your it on money PC I went to the grey market and bought it from Kingwin for 14 quid, so it wasn't so a big investment. Take that, developer, hoping to get some money off this thing you spent a lot <laughs> of time you. playing and developing. Yeah, fuck you, Warner Brothers. You've no money anyway. I've never fuck played him. this game without paying for it. Oh, wait. Hardly Dan has it, so I'll probably just play it off of him. Fuck yeah, you, you mortgage. Yeah, that's a legal uh, way of playing it for free. Well, mine's legal. I paid for it. I paid 14 yeah, quid. Yeah, it's legal until suddenly one day the site's just down for no reason and they start investigating. Anyway. Uh, we have one final email, so thank you very much for that, Jason, uh, which is from John Wilson. He says, Don't change. He says, don't change. He says, all right, lads. Too late. He says, in response to that guy's email about the podcast feedback, don't change, stay the same. Have a laugh and talk about games, eventually. Uh, There's plenty of people that love the show, so if a few don't, then they can go listen to Major Nelson, some other similar boring, monotone, personality, barren podcast. I don't think the complaint was that we're not monotone. (laughs) No, I don't think Those are only two choices. Or those people could stop being idiots and listen to you guys, Boss Wave Overseas Gamesman RPG, because are all great independent podcasts. Well, uh, thanks idiot. all for the awesome. I, lo- I love John, but don't, don't be too harsh, because it was a very good email. I know, right? It, was very it, good. Was. it, it was. wasn't even an email, it was a uh, Facebook yeah. post. It was yeah, a very exactly. good Facebook but we, we read it. We read it like an email. Anyway, thanks for all the awesome shows, uh, time and effort that you put in. You guys put into this show every yeah. single week. It is much appreciated. Cheers. I'm we try to make a good product. I just fell on my bottom into some butterscotch. John Miles. So thank you very much for that. Thanks, it's John. very kind. I do want to still do that interview. Yeah. Don't worry. It's very kind of you all to say so. Uh, and that's it for emails. That's all of them. Now, I will say... I will say at this point that I feel like we have definitely upset Derek Signs. Oh, yeah? Because we, we haven't had an email off him for two weeks well, maybe now. Maybe he's just busy. So, 
Maybe it is better, but if we have upset you, we apologise. We don't. We didn't mean to. We did diamond in the rough. So we didn't mean to. So I am sorry. If we, if we have upset you. I just start randomly clicking sound bites. <laughs> <laughs> Look, what are you doing, dude? Right, I'm trying to take a serious moment here to apologise to Derek. If we've upset Derek, and, and all you can do is play stupid sound bites while I'm doing it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so there you go. We'll probably never ever. Even if we haven't upset him, we have now. God. I withdraw my question. Step J in the chat's. So he's he's talking about four to six. I didn't even know four to six was out. We just know yeah, that, that big that. list. What? How? Yeah, well, you're not listening. That Jesus Christ! Games that we talked about. Yeah, I know. But when, he, when you talk about fours, or I blank out. I just. Oh well, yeah. Yeah, no, it is true. I'm with you on that. I am with you on that. Step J also uh, has points. Huh. If you if we've upset Derek Sons, you won't be listening, will you? It's the first Forza game that has a story, and at the end of the story... He's got a heartbreaking decision to make about whether his best friend <laughs> lives or dies. It's true. Oh my god. It is true. It is true. <sighs> anyway, shout out time, time, and then we'll get the shout out! Hey! So, over to you first. Uh, Chip, birthday boy. Let's do Chini first. Go. Uh, well, go a lot of it. people wish me happy birthday from personal life and from the uh, podcast community and everybody, too. Uh, everybody listening and stuff. So, uh, thank you, everybody, that wished me a happy birthday. It went very well. Jay. I enjoyed it. I'm just waiting. Everything's got to get back to normal. You know when you've sort of everything's been a bit crazy oh, yeah. and you just sort of want everything to get back to normal again because... You know, it's a little bit... You don't know what day it is and stuff, so... Yeah, yes. we're partying uh, too hard! Uh, next week, everything goes back to normal, so that's good. Um, so you and think... We just show up at Chase's house and dance again, like... Yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah, I should just do that next week. <laughs> Go away, I don't yeah. have time for this now. Yeah, party! Um, we did, I did... Well, I did, I did... Boo the bloke who came to collect the bouncy castle at his birthday. As he, as he <laughs> stew sprawled on top of it. No! It was. It was. No. Boo! Don't do it! <laughs> well, he wasn't a very popular guy when he came to it. Uh, no, he like, wasn't. Everyone was booing him and stuff. It's my job. <laughs> it Everyone always boos me. Yeah. I know, I'm a yeah. good person. <laughs> Taking the bouncy castle away. Um... <laughs> Yes. So, and 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 a big shout out to Stu and his family for coming down to my bar, uh, barbecue yeah. birthday bash. Um, thank you very much. Much appreciated. Thank you, Stu. Yes. And and Kay had had great conversations with Zara, by the way, Matt's Matt's girlfriend. So. Right. Okay. Oh man. Yeah, this so, party's yeah. gonna be crazy, go nuts. That's what they were saying right before the. Yeah. Apparently, apparently she came over to Kay and went, "I don't know anyone here. Do you? <laughs> Who do you know?" <laughs> Yeah. So then he just got kind of got chatting. So there you well, go. There you go. That's good. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah my shout. I'll shout out Zara because she was very nice and chatted to Kay and and kept everyone kept her occupied and Millie whilst I was uh, slaving away over a hot barbecue. You can't be bothered uh, to actually talk to his wife and. No, I didn't talk to her. Oh, I gotta go to the bouncy no. castle again. Exactly. Uh, yeah. She was fine. So she I was. I was off though. Okay. She had fun. Oh yeah, she did. No, yeah, she, no. They she's had a married lot of fun. to Stu. She could put up with anything. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, so yeah, I slaved over hot barbecue because Chini made me, and he said I wasn't hey, allowed to move until everything was cooked. He did. Oh, oh, forced me into it. Kate did say, "Chef, don't you know?" 
Caden says like um, he's, he's going to be over there in a second. You know that, <laughs> right? And he was creeping towards it, and he's like, oh, okay. Like someone yeah. comes out with some steak, and Stu just pushes him down. Like, give me that. You know, cooking it right. That's exactly what it was like. Um, and obviously a shout out to Chini and another happy birthday for him. You know, because yep. uh, he deserves it. He's a good lad. You know what I mean? He's a good lad. Um, and and obviously a, a sort of you know. God rest his soul to Wes Craven, really bless him. And, you know, he's he made some of my favourite horror films. So, yeah, it's a shame that he's gone, bless him. But, uh, yeah, there you go. That's me. Uh, over to you, Duke. Yes, well, um, I would like to start by shouting out Gary Lever, Amras89, because uh-huh. he said that I should talk more about Skyrim. So I'm just going to say a few things about Skyrim right now because it's a good awesome. game. And I don't think it gets the credit it deserves. So the first time I played Skyrim was on the Xbox 360. And um, it it blew me away not only with the graphics but also with the feel of the world. Because when you play Fallout 3, you get a good feel of that world. But but even more than Fallout 3, I think, Skyrim envelops you into the world and makes you feel like you're a part of it. So, see? Now, Stu wants to cut me off, but he can't because... I'm, you can say what you want, I guess. What I want. You know, you're like biting your nails. Like, shut up, shut up, shut up. I would never do that, Jude. Anyway. Like, like I said on the Twitter post, I said he's just not been playing it. That's why. Otherwise, he still probably yeah, would be talking about it. Yeah, but if I started about. talking, you'd be like, no, you've said all there is to say about it. we got to move on. Amaras89 <laughs> stuck up for me in Skyrim, so thank you. Uh, he did. Richard, it's true. Richard Natras. Uh, there was someone else, too, but I don't remember who the other one was. Uh, when I recommended the Flophouse on the show... Uh, a couple people took a listen, and they really like it, and so they're listening to the back catalog now, and I'm still going through the back catalog. So once again, if people want a funny show to listen to, it's called The Flop House. It's really good. The one, the guy named Elliot Kalen uh, who is on it, he's my favorite. Like, if, In fact, if there's an episode that doesn't have him, I'll just skip it because he wow. makes the show come to life. He's really awesome. So. That's what people say about me. I was going to say, that's how people feel about Chinny on this show. So. Mm. Yeah, he's really awesome. It's true. Um, so anyway, uh, thank you, Richard Natras. Glad you like it. Uh, I sent an email to them, but they never read it, so eh, whatever. Um, and then finally, the Dino, uh, I, pe- I posted about my hip-hop class, and he was like, I can't believe you have a hip-hop class. That's so cool. So glad you like it. And yeah, it's actually going really well. We had our first week of school. Shout out to all my students, even though I, obviously none of them are listening to this, or certainly I hope not. Because they're not allowed. Well, they are allowed, but I just can't imagine why they'd want to. But uh yeah, so it's been a good week, but I'm really worn out, so I'm hoping to get rested up today and tomorrow, because tomorrow's Labor Day here in America, so woo, day off, what, what, what? and yeah, thanks. You so can, can, I, can I just ask, do you only teach one year of school, or do you teach, I'm assuming, all the different years? Uh, I teach 10th, 11th, and 12th. Mostly it's 11th and 12th graders, but so that's like 16 to 18 is the age range. Oh really? Yeah. So you get you get to see students from previous years. It's not like you're going back. It's pretty rare though. Like the only people I see from year to year are the people who sign up for. They have creative writing one with me, and then they sign up for that class again. Uh, Apart from that, I don't really see students over and over again. But sometimes they're involved with clubs. I didn't realize your students were so old. Yes, I teach old people. Uh, (laughs) Get your Zimmer frame and let's go. And Anne, the person I was uh, – I te- there's a new teacher next door to me, third one in three years. I don't know why. Why don't more people want to teach in the room next to me? Come on. But uh, anyway, she did her master's degree in Scotland, and so we were talking about the differences between British and English language and stuff. Uh, did, she, did she go to St. Andrews uh, University? I don't know where it was. I think it was like – I don't remember the name of the place. 
If it, if it was St. Andrews, that's a posh university. I don't believe it was a posh university. But anyway, so we were talking about like how y'all say you're going to take a kip when you need to have some sleep. And I didn't mention Zimmer frame, but that's one of the ones I would because we call those walkers. But yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. it. Those are my shout outs. So I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll just call those things things like things I kick when I see them. <laughs> yeah, no, take that no, old no. person. <laughs> Actually. Things that Chini's going to need yeah. soon because he's getting well, old. So I'm looking at going, yeah, I need one of those. I'll be getting one of those soon. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there you go. Yep. There you go. That's it then, I guess. That's it. We're done. That's it. Thank you, well everybody. Done. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. It's exactly like Stummy. And the twist is... It's a much bigger pill. You can do it! Who does the bell toll for? Oh, my wife hates that sound by now. Oh, yeah, huh? really? Yeah, I've got it as my text alert. Oh, right, that's what you, so. you made her hate it. I made her. Well, she hated it anyway. But now every time I get a text, it, it does it, and she's like, "Oh God!" I'm the only person that texts. Can you not change that? I get other people texting. It's not just you. Who? Don't think you're exclusive. The bell. It makes no sound, but it keeps tolling. Who does the bell toll for? It tolls for thee. <laughs> Yeah, right, she it? just thinks it's creepy. She's just like, it's creepy. It's it, just creepy. Yeah. Who does the bell toll for? <laughs> Who else uh, texts so, you? Yeah. No one else texts you. Uh, the, the thingy, Feng Chewy texts me. And, he you know, people text, from text, text me. He, he doesn't text He does. And Millie, Millie constantly texts me. All no, the time. She's your daughter, though. She's yeah, can. Yeah, can I do this? Can you do that? But yeah, it's his first say, I don't text a lot you of people. You get off of my foot. Uh. <laughs> Go to the uh, hospital. Yeah. No, it's usually, can you come and pick me up? I'm ready. From the hospital. No, not from the Super hospital. Super Amarello64 is just coming to the chat saying, sup, peeps. But we're sup. almost done. We've, well, we've finished. Yeah, we just, we just Go back. Finished. This is done. Go back and listen to it starting from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, it's all yeah, the it's fun. fun. Here, we'll, we'll recreate it in real quickly. Ah, Chenny had his birthday. Uh, Stu showed up. Uh, and I've been uh, uh, surprise. Stupid games where you don't know who you are. And Chenny's playing Gears of War. Stu played uh, the game where you run around in the woods and everyone's dying. Until dawn. Uh, uh, and then we had the news about Cliff Bazinski. Cliff uh, uh, and I talked about Skyrim. And then we had the end- uh, yeah. emails. There you go. Now you know. You didn't- uh, that's there you it. go. Hold on. Hey, by the way, what a, what a, I told this I told this to Chini yesterday, but I haven't sort of mentioned it on the show. I ne- after all the preparing to surprise Chini, uh, it nearly went per se. Really great, your car broke down. Ah, no. no, it nearly went because you know last week my chef was off sick. Yeah. Well, it was touch oh, and go. Whether, it is exciting. Oh, whether she'd be back for this weekend because oh. obviously she had swap weekends so sure. that she would come. She would have hired some homeless person to be like, just go in there and hold the spatula. I have to go to Walbert. I mean, can you imagine, though, ever, all of that planning and going, oh, actually, I really can't come now. <laughs> Duke, Final Fantasy uh, Standby. Yeah, Final Fantasy Standby, Duke. Oh, how good are you now? Go. Why should I play there it? Ah, play someone's it. asking. Play it. Just play it, man. Just play it. I don't, I'm not a jukebox super. Oh, for, uh, no, it's not the way this works, okay? I don't just play whatever I want. In fact, I'm going to play every soundbite except that one. <laughs> oh. 
Uh, by the way, Super Mario 64 said, I saw the picture of Chinny and Stu. I thought Stu was black. <laughs> he is black. That's racist. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, this comes back, though, doesn't it? To the You listen to people on like a show or something, and you have a, a, you know, a, a picture in your head of what you think they look like, this but until you actually see them. actually it. think you're black, right? I don't think so. No, I think they no. thought I was black up until seeing a picture. Like the I don't know. Whitest I... Northern Englishman. <laughs> I know. I know. Even oh, um, off in the UK, you might not catch that. Like you might not know the difference yeah. between. I think. I think a, a tribesman in a in a village <laughs> in Africa <laughs> can in figure out that. Be like, yeah. that man is white. Yeah, he's very white. I don't know why he sounds Indian. <laughs> he's very white. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very Indian for some reason. I'm all over the place here. Who has me fed on? Take some jelly shots and go crazy. Speak English. You were just helping that woman. No, yes, ma'am. Hot dog. Thank you. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, a, a film. I've got a film recommendation. Oh, yeah. In fact, I've got two. I've got <gasps> two. Uh, we went to watch The Man from Uncle, and it was actually pretty good. A remake that's decent. No, it, it actually was pretty good. But it's Guy Ritchie, so it's oh, Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie uh, to make a movie. Wrote and directed. It was good. It was good, so I recommend that. Yeah, and then making the movies, I've noticed he's all right at it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you in my head, Stu is a streetwise black person <laughs> from North that. England. I love it. Uh, Take away streetwise black ones do when you're wrong. That's brilliant. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. like streetwise and black out of that sentence, Stu is a person from North England. Then you're you bang on. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're bang on. Uh, but yes, and the other the other recommendation I've got is a film called A Good uh, or The Good Lie. Sorry, The Good Lie, okay. uh, which has got Reese Witherspoon in, but it's actually pretty good. It's pretty good. Although that's a good point, it's got Reese Witherspoon in, but it's still good. <laughs> well, she's not the you know she's not the best of actresses, is she really? That's she's she's all right. uh, but yeah, it's very it's it's about some uh, Sudanese refugees that are kind of escaped from Sudan and end up in America. It's not a fun movie. That's you know, it's uh, it's a movie true. I watched on my birthday. We we sort of been out. We've been to Ludlow. I came back and we, you know, the the big sort of bash was on the Saturday, wasn't it? You know, like that's the bar. It was. So on, on on my actual birthday on Thursday, I sort of came back and it was me, Tara, uh, my mom and dad, my brother was sitting there, and we went to our favourite chippy. Got some chips and fish and all that sort of stuff. Came back. Uh, and my brother said, let's stick a movie on. And, he got, and Pete says, oh, you know, your, your choice, Mike. You know, what, what do you want to watch? You know, And I said, well, let's watch something that we all haven't watched for a long time. It wasn't Back to the Future, actually, hardly Dan. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good choice, if I'm being honest. Um, but Because I played this particular film because my dad loves it. And my brother hasn't seen it for a long time. Uh, which was Airplane. Oh, so, classic. Uh, and uh, it's just great. It's just uh, my favorite. My, Captain, my favorite. You land this plane. I can't tell. You can tell me I'm a doctor. Well, not for. <laughs> I can't say. You can't say. Can't you take a guess? Well, not for a couple hours. You can't take a guess for a couple of hours. <laughs> my fa- my dad's favorite joke is George Zip, which is the guy that um, was in squad in the same squad as uh, Striker. Yeah, yeah. And so you know. I wish I could say that for George Zip, and and it, for some reason my dad cracks up every time his name's mentioned. Um, George Zip, yeah, and because he, he's the savior of the show, he's the guy that sort of brings it all again. You never see him. Um, and my favorite joke is the jive 
brothers. <laughs> and he goes, Come here some uh, snake, Jack. Uh, and just hang loose, bud. He's going to be back with a wee bit of mess, then. Yeah. Uh, oh, come me some slack, Jack. I dig her a rap. He goes, come me some slack, Jack. <laughs> get no help, they don't get no help. <laughs> she, you know, that sort of oh. Oh, I love And the best moment of Airplane 2, Airplane 2 isn't as strong, but no, it the best moment. Three guys who did it, the Zucker brothers? Uh, airplane 2, is, they're in the courtroom. And uh, he goes, do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth? And he goes, uh, ain't no thang. Okay. And he like high fives the Bible. And he, he high fives him back. I love that. So there you go. Uh, there you that go. was my birthday. Uh, there you go. That was <laughs> Ginny's <laughs> birthday. Mama, 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 raise no dummies. I duck a rap. Cut me some slack, Jack. Chomp the one to help, chomp don't get the help. Say can't hang, say seven up. Jive ass dude don't got no brains anyhow. Um, There's loads of jokes. There's loads of jokes that I've never... Look, Pete spotted out a joke in Airplane that I never spotted. You probably... You might have known it, but it's one of those things where you you don't spot it until somebody pulls it out where he goes... um, it's It's a completely different kind of flying altogether and then <laughs> Leslie Nelson and, and the other woman says at the same time right, right. it's a completely it's a different type of flying because he said that the word altogether yeah, he yeah, thought yeah. they ah oh, just thought, I never spotted that before they did that on 30 Rock. You never spotted they did that on 30 Rock where he goes um uh Mr Mr Donaghy uh, uh you got a phone call from Josh Diamond really or seriously you got a phone call from Josh Diamond <laughs> yeah. yeah I think yeah. um the Zucker brothers do that though. If you ever see, have you ever seen Police Squad? Yeah, I love Police. Yes. I love Police I Squad. Love That's it. exactly yeah. the same thing. Like the second or third time you watch it, you will see so many things you didn't notice the first time. You have to pay attention or you'll miss. My little- favorite part of Police Squad is the freeze frame at the end, and there's there's a bit where they they're boiling. He's pouring like boiling water into a mug, but because they freeze framed, they can't stop, and the <laughs> right. the mug sort of overflows, right. and it goes onto his lap, and you can yeah. see him just kind of go fucking shit, like, you know. And there's one where they arrest that guy, uh-huh. but and they all freeze, but the guy doesn't freeze, and he's just like, what the fuck? And, run. and he and he then he runs away. Yeah. Uh, somebody's requested what my cake looks like, so I'm gonna get a picture. From yeah. Him. What did you cake? Um. Yeah. While you're doing that, uh, we should just say it's only three weeks till EGX. By the way, oh. it's, it's it's very close. It's very close. I won't be on the show, people. I know, till you won't be on the show yeah, for one, like, oh, one week. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yes, it's it's only three weeks to EGX. So, if you go in, you know, if anybody in the chat or who listens to the show is going, we will be around. And, you know, we always meet up with loads of people and we tend to end up with sort of like, you know, tend to, you know we've had up to like 20 of us trundling around, haven't we, in, in previous times. Um, and this year we will be there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We're going for a whole three days. Yeah. So we're gonna. I think gonna Friday seriously do it. Game, game, games, and then Saturday yeah, yeah. Will be meeting people, doing some recordings, doing some work. It'll be a work day, a veteran games work day. It will. And then it will. It will. Be like, let's just clean up on games that we haven't played before. Yeah, wrap up any games that we missed now, out so on. What's your so, wallpaper? Uh, well, uh, yeah. it's just the it's very boring it's just the Yoshimite background for Mac uh, nothing uh, hardly done I said, have they posted dev sessions yet I haven't seen anything they are slowly filling stuff up they are slowly filling stuff up so um, yeah hopefully we, like I say we'll we'll get to meet loads of people like we do in previous years so it's always cool uh, incidentally I don't think we've ever actually like met hardly done face to face I think I we always kind of miss him I haven't met Harley I was kind of miss him 
I think John. So, yeah, John so maybe this met, year. John Mason's met done. Oh, yeah. Done. Yeah. So I think this year, this year we maybe need to try and do I that. Danny's going every, uh, every day, so we have to meet him this year. We have to meet him. Okay, developer sessions that are confirmed so far on the Thursday. There's a Total War Warhammer at 1 p.m., Hellblade at 2. Uh, at 3 p.m., it's the Valve, the year ahead in VR. So it's the HTC Vive. And then it's all to be confirmed on the Friday at 3 p.m. It's Homefront, the Revolution at 3 p.m. Yeah. Uh, elite, elite, Dangerous Horizons or something at 4 p.m. Uh, some Elite Dangerous game or something. I mean, uh, he, he loves Elite Dangerous. He keeps begging me to play. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, at 5 p.m. It's Total War Arena. Uh, on Saturday at 2 p.m. It's Prison Architect. Uh, for some reason, but I guess it's because it's fully released now, so that's why they'll be doing that. And on Sunday at 2 p.m., it's uh, Eiter, Eater. I have no idea what that is. E I T R. So there you go. That's what's confirmed. So, so not my uh, desktop in this chat. Now you have to put a picture of your desktop. The the public wants to know what we have on our desktops. Uh, oh, right. Okay. Okay, well, mine's really boring. What we want Chilly Willy! We want yeah, Chilly Willy! I've got a very cluttered desktop, doesn't it? I'll just screenshot it. Hold up. <laughs> oh, dick butt. Is there anything you don't make better? Jeez. Uh, uh. Anyway, we've got to go, by the way. I'm going to stop the recording there. So, uh, so thanks, everyone, for listening, as always. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week, and hopefully we'll see you at EGX.